from Real Men, the world's first and only movie talk show podcast, baby. Out of the garbage pail and into your heart, it doesn't get any grosser than this. Look, it's just a podcast with three straight straight white males, all right? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Andy, with me as always, out of a job and into your food pantry, Muller. Ah, welcome to the United States of America. Mull jokes, copyright, property of Josh Smith, uh, 2017, all rights reserved. Anything you do or say can be used against you in the court of Mull. Still trying to stretch out my intros into a minute and a half now. With us as well, out of the closet and into your bedroom, Brayden. Calves first. <laughs> <laughs> What's where did where did this calf joke? I, start? I have really big calves. Yeah, very I think muscular I've always calves. Noticed. They look like they look like somebody glued. Have you ever seen any of those weird pictures on the internet where somebody's butt implant has like moved oh, out of place weird. and yeah. it's kind of sticking like it's turned inside out and it's it's sticking out like no, looks like there's a big box yeah, in weird. someone's butt yeah yeah and that's what Braden's calves look like like he has he has calf implants, implants yeah. that they don't are, look like they've been misplaced weird and they're out of, out of place i think they're pretty misplaced they're you're a disgusting they're individual very muscular and i get compliments on them all the time our butt implants are a relatively new thing i feel like that's i don't that's think they're thing I have, At least in terms of aren't implants a relatively new thing? Like, is that no? Well, we're like, talking like, in terms of like the, the history fi- of the world. Back earth? in the 15th yeah, okay. century, when we were putting all these implants, <laughs> no, and everyone's you know, getting yeah. But I mean, like and, <laughs> you know, in a 20 to 30 year period, yeah, like breast implants have been a thing for a while, but butt implants, I don't think that. Was. I've heard of them. People are probably just less ashamed about it now. I was I was mm. actually thinking about this uh, the other day about how people try to get weird butt injection implants, and they just end up dying because injection they're just at, implants. Yeah, they're like. I don't know. People have these weird parties. It, it's of course something in the states. Oh, like a Botox this... party thing. I've heard of those. Yeah, it's kind of like that, except for mm, someone that you weird. don't know is injecting you with stuff. And there are stories of people who have just gotten. It's just some horrible chemical that ends up killing them or something <laughs> because it's just some well, amateur, and you're right. just letting them. I don't inject caulking for your for, for your for your shower into your butt or something like that so <laughs> it's, I, it's disgusting i was thinking about it. it's horrible is the world really worse off without those people <laughs> i really if, need if my... a butt implant kills them is it really <laughs> are we missing out on anyone there reading that rip uh Shinaqui jones uh, she loved her butt so much who? She died with it. I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to think of some racist name. I'm trying to think of a black lady's name. <laughs> like, really? Sh- Shaniqua. Shaniqua is the one yeah. that I always think of. Yeah. <laughs> so me and Braden both worked at the uh, at the call center in town. Did we ever tell you about how the the racial names that you would get, like where somebody had, like people would just have these obviously really black names, mm-hmm. like yeah. Taniqua or Shaniqua or something, and it was... I don't know. It's just always so funny to to listen to that. But um, so I was uh, I was listening to our to our last episode when we were talking. You, Andy, you brought up about these stupid languages where they don't have a word for well, hate I don't even, or something like that. I don't even know if that's true. It's just something that people like to say. Like, uh, do you know that uh, whatever language they don't even have a word for hate? And you know, I'm not gonna. Uh, Rehash the same thing I and said the, before, the, but it's—I don't know if it's—I don't know how much of it's ever true. It's just something that people say. And the inverse, stupid. yeah, the inverse <laughs> of that—that's like when you know they say the opposite. It's like, oh, well, it, like the one you hear a lot is Greek. Well, 
they're they're so advanced, right? They have four words for love. They don't have uh-huh. just they're not limited to just one. They've broken love down into four different concepts. They have different words for. It's like, oh, good for them. So I got, guess they're better than us. We got agave love if you want to be extra nectar. sweet without yeah. sugar. Isn't, isn't English like one of the more? I don't know. I'm just kind of going off what I've heard. Like, isn't it one of the more complex uh, languages? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure we have more than one word for love too. Like you know, we have a thesaurus. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Who else has a thesaurus? <laughs> Erections. That's another word yeah. for love. Uh, sex. I, it, it's 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 <laughs> it's just a completely <laughs> stupid thing that that people like. Languages to say. are different. Yeah. Whoop de doo. <laughs> Is that what you're? That's it's it's like they're pointing out the obvious. Oh, that that language has a different word. Cool. No, it, no. It's just it's it's it, it's, it's, ro- it's romanticizing. Romanticizing nothing. something that's nothing. Well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. It's, it's like, like it's, it's it's stupid though. It's like when when hardcore vegans. I have nothing against vegetarians, vegans. Whatever. I do. I don't. He I, has I, to I've say been trying to kick. I'm a vegetarian. I've been well, trying to kick Brayden off this podcast <laughs> since the start. I just don't care. Like I have a lot of like just regular friends, like meat eating friends, and they're always like seem to have some vendetta against vegetarians. Like they're always. Yeah, celebrate when, when when one of them starts eating meat again. I'm like, who, who cares? What are you? Uh, I do it as a joke, you? but you know, yeah. that's about. But yeah, so I see this argument here and there where some vegan will this stupid line about uh, that. Well, did you know that uh, humans are the only species that drinks another uh, species' milk? Referring to a cow, and so, fuck, so. So what? Like that's a moot point. Like we're also the only ones that drive, build airplanes. We're the only ones that shoot. Use the internet. <laughs> <laughs> we're the only ones who make medicine and yeah. uh, and, and do <laughs> surgery on those animals to keep them alive uh, yeah. when they're have a baby cow that's upside down. It's like I think generally people when they have something against drinking milk is the inhumane treatment that cows go through. But it's not like you have to treat them inhumanely to get the milk. So saying that, yeah, we're the only ones that drink another species milk. So what? I'm upset. That's a relevant fucking point. I guess they're just trying to say it's unnatural, but... I'm, I'm upset. Everything saying, we like, do is unnatural. Like we, we get, a, we get, a, we get on a plane, yeah. go thou- like tens of thousands of feet in the air, however high it is, I don't know, and fly across like the country or the world. We're not supposed to be going that fast. In cars, we're not supposed to be going 40 kilometers an hour. Our bodies were never meant for that. <laughs> I'm we always, do all sorts of stuff we're not supposed to. I'm always upset at the inhumane treatment that milk puts on my bowels. Always with the poop. <laughs> uh, no, no more poop references for the rest of the IBS? episode. I promise. Uh, what's, um, I don't have no monkey problems. What do you, (laughs) (laughs) I know you heard me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, uh, so electronic music, Uh right? So this is (laughs) right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) Go on. (laughs) So have you ever heard this complaint where people make fun of somebody who, who plays the keyboard or something like that? And they just say, uh, oh, they're just professional knob twiddlers. They just all, all they do is turn knobs, and usually they're making fun of dance music or yeah. never, Skrillex or whatever. All they do I, is I've play never heard that about keyboard players, yeah. but I've heard that about uh, yeah DJs a, a DJ who at their concert they're hitting they're just, they're the just hitting bar. play on the laptop. And yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, heard that. Yeah, yeah. I've just I, I think it's the dumbest thing ever. It's it's like. Oh, uh, you know those guys uh, programming AIs and uh, satellites that give us ju- just a bunch of keyboard clackers. All they do is sit there clacking away at their keyboards, like they're not actually doing anything. I mean, all the all the immense software and 
uh, technology that goes into putting on music or adjusting your keyboard and you're, you're creating oscillators and filters and using pretty advanced things. Well, I guess they're just twiddling a bunch of knobs then. It's not a, just clacking our keyboards away, programming the future of the entire world. Like, oh, just a bunch the, of dumb keyboard the clackers. The problem is, is none of that comes across in a live performance of these electronics. <laughs> no. It really does just look like they're fiddling on their keyboard. And sure, of course, there's, there's all these things going on that they're in control of and part of the mystique of the music they're making, blah, 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 blah. But it's, it doesn't have the same watching it live <laughs> if they don't have some crazy stage or light show or yeah, something. Yeah, it's just like, one guy with a laptop. It's just a guy on a laptop kind of bobbing his head up and down. It's not as impressive <laughs> as, as somebody walking up to the, the front of the stage putting his hand on the monitor and ripping like a wicked guitar solo or something. Yeah, it, it, it I, doesn't have the I same... I can definitely see the problem there. If uh, That's why you need robots in your stage It doesn't show, have the so. same aura as, <laughs> as that. So, uh, Braden... You, uh, you paying attention here? Do you? Uh, oh, I am. Is there? Would you like to be I've somewhere else? I've never been else? more focused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. I was just thinking about that Carpenter Brute show, where I, I think he gets—he's he's an electronic artist right, as well—and yeah. he kind of gets that. Like they mm -hmm. had a live guitar player, a live drummer, um, obviously a guy playing the keys, and it was actually an actual live show. Yeah, and he they was had like the keys. Uh, had these movie clips playing behind every for every song, and, and it was, was an actual live show. And he was, was awesome. playing like a five thousand dollars synthesizer that's like insanely complicated yeah. and <laughs> really really hard to fit. Yeah, he had a totally so, yeah. complex live show. Thank God for the new modern concert uh, where you go to the concert and they play all this amazing music for you. Uh, and then turn down the treble and the the mids and just crank the bass, going on about the bass so that you cannot hear anything that's going on in the song except for great. That's exactly what I want to hear for two hours at a at a modern concert. Yeah, I think it's like maybe the sh the the venue gets a lot of shows where it's beneficial to have a lot of bass. But I can't speak for electronic music. But going to a lot of heavy metal shows, any venue that just cranks up the bass, all you hear uh, is double kick the whole song. Double kick and just yeah. like all yeah. all the instruments kind of blend into a horrible bass sound. Yeah. When really, in terms of heavy metal, ninety eight percent of the time the guitar is generally the star of the show, but yeah. now you can't hear him because they've cranked the bass up so much that his guitar just sounds like... And, yeah. but, but they're not even yeah, cranking up the bass guitar so you can hear the riff. Yeah, what, what they is, crank up the subwoofer on the kick, yeah. which is every single metal band. is just like... A lot of them. Yeah, and then as soon as you get one of these insane tech death bands that are going even faster, like... You can never hear every individual kick now because no, it's all just... Yeah, tech, like technical death metal is what he's talking about when he says tech death. Uh, it can be amazing live if the sound is really good, but if the sound is what you're talking about, the bass, drowning everything out with bass, it, it's terrible. I, I don't, they have nothing going for them. I, I don't know what is with this, this trend over the last few right. years because when we saw Between the Buried and Me at mm -hmm. the Commodore, I just remember thinking... I saw the same mm -hmm. band a few years earlier and they hadn't cranked the bass and it was great and I could hear everything really, really well and this sucks. That's a Commodore thing, man. That, yeah. I remember yeah. thinking Commodore is a really, really, for those that don't know, really nice uh, venue in Vancouver. It's a good for a certain level, like size of band. Yeah, that, it's that like... Aren't, uh, that aren't too big but aren't too small. 1,000 to 1,500 people probably. Yeah, probably around there. Really nice. People. And it's just really nice in there, good location. Uh, but free last, water, <laughs> great coat check. <laughs> uh, the last few years, sticky floors. I, I have definitely noticed the trend of them cranking up the bass, and now I, I hate con going to concerts there, yeah. even though it is a great venue. Oh, that's probably why the Carpenter Brit show is a problem because it's it's this electronic music, but it also has a metal aspect to it where it's yeah. kind of aggressive, and then you cannot hear. 
It was anything very basic. at all. Yeah, so like, I've been to a lot of shows too where Punch I'm familiar with the band, and I'm like, man, if if I didn't know yeah. this guitar solo was coming, like, because you you can kind of listen for a thing because I, I know the song. And even then, you can barely tell. But I'm like, man, if I didn't know any, didn't know this band, I would have no idea that the, this guy is like playing a ripping solo right mm-hmm. now. I would have no idea what this song even sounds like. And yeah, it's I don't know what's going on. It's, it's, it's been going the, on for a while now. It's the lazy man's mix. The idea of a good mix is that you can hear every instrument clearly. Yes. Uh, but it also is all glued together, so it doesn't sound empty either. Yes. Nope. Good mixes are about good mixes are about cranking your bass twenty decibels too higher, so you're almost pooping yourself for the entire show because it's rattling your rectum loose like an old man in a hospital. I don't know. I think you're just speaking for yourself again, but we get we get the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I be yeah, monkey problems. <laughs> I be shitting. <laughs> don't you have a don't you have a, a thing? <laughs> I do have a thing. I'm I one of them. <laughs> I'm very proud of my thing. Okay, cool. So we were talking yesterday about the me. And, we this talked about a, this. No, but this is a great we, way to start a story. Yeah. <laughs> me and Muller always uh, make Office references. Like we have about two or three times already. The in already in television show. And uh, we're we're just always laughing about the Office. And we were talking about that one episode where Michael Scott's at the play. Uh, oh yeah, the Sweeney Todd play. Yeah, and he there's a there's a part where he he has balloons for some reason and he lets go of them and the balloons pop on the roof. Well, you for, you forgot the great joke where he brings in balloons and everyone's like, "Why'd you bring balloons to a play?" And he's like, "Well, they're they're bigger than flowers, so uh, yeah. you know people will notice me more." As yeah. soon as he goes to sit down, you can't he can't like find a place for his balloons. They should have told you not to bring balloons to a play or <laughs> whatever. Anyways, yeah, and then so the the balloons pop and it like completely disrupts the play and everyone's like, "Oh." Okay, and then right as everyone's kind of settling down, getting focused again, he drops his wine bottle and it goes. Yeah, and it and, and it's, it's just rolling each step, and it just goes for like ten steps for like it, for like ten different aisles. It's yeah, just, yeah, like just it just doesn't stop. And every it's time so... I see that clip, I think about. Uh, so I, I saw this movie. Uh, the, I saw The Grudge when it came out in theaters, and I the American was, Grudge, not the American, yeah, the American one, Kayako definitely. Or... <laughs> no, not that, Jim. Uh, the very first Grudge, the one with. Uh, I think it was directed by Sam Raimi. And Buffy the Vampire Slayer is in it. Pat, Pat's in studio today, everybody. Oh, hey, Pat. So I, w- I went to see this, and this is back before I liked beer. I was drinking some Smirnoff, some wine Back cooler. when you were me. Yeah, I was drinking those vodka. What do they call Smirnoff? Smirnoff ice, Mike, right? Mike's Hard Lemonade Mango and Flavored. The I, best drink there is. <laughs> so we're, I'm drinking those in the movie theater and drinking them way too fast. And... Um, it got there's a lot of jump scares and there's one part where I did that exact thing. Oh, this is a I had I had a, you pooped yourself. had an empty bottle and I was just kind of putting them putting them like to, on the floor kind of by my feet. And Wait, it, so these are the Smirnoff ices? Yeah. Okay. And then I, I turned at one point and just kicked it so hard and it rolled all the way down. <laughs> I was sitting at the back and it rolled all the way down during like this spooky scene. Like bounced yeah. 30 was, aisles of... Yeah, <laughs> it was so loud and like... And I was like... And no one would know it was you. No, they wouldn't. No. But like I was clearly making noise throughout this movie. And then there was another part where there was... It was near the end and there was this huge build up to this obvious jump scare. You know when it's coming. And it was building, building, building. I, I and in this pack of Smirnoff, they used to hand out these Smirnoff ice like bottle openers, these big metal. It looked like a bottle, and uh, it was awesome. And I had it in my pocket, and again, I shifted <laughs> over funny, and it fell out of my pocket and went dang. And I the whole theater jumped out of their seats <laughs> totally because <laughs> they're expecting yeah. these jump scares from <laughs> yeah, it totally ruined the jump. And then like 
everybody turned around and was just staring at me. And I was just like, don't reach for it. I was like talking. Because when you're, when you're drunk, you, you start turning into a kid. Because when you're a kid and you're trying to solve a problem, you vocalize it a lot, right? You don't know how to internalize your thought process. All right. But as, a, as an adult, when you start getting more drunk, you, turn, you, you lose that ability to internalize. So you have to talk your way through problems again. It's like you become a kid almost. Right. So that's, that's what I've noticed back in my drinking days. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, don't reach for the bottle opener. Don't reach for the bottle opener. I'm like saying this out loud. Like they can hear me. Like, I was way too drunk. And then, uh, yeah, and then the movie ended and people just shot me. We're just staring at me like it's the biggest piece of crap. I love people who get it so upset. So I remember my first great uh douchebag movie experience where you're just being disruptive and, and, mm-hmm. it's, and you're having a great time at the expense of everyone else <laughs> um, was with me and a, me and a few friends uh, seeing Paul Blart Mall Cop. That was mm-hmm. my first, that was my first uh, enjoying a bad movie experience. And you know, you're just, you think you're the funniest person in the oh, boner. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so funny. Yeah. So, and I just remember people were like, I, I saw some people there that I had known after and like, you know, getting those glares and whatever. And it's like, you're you're glaring at me over Paul Blart Mall Cop here. Like you weren't able to pay attention. Yeah, I'm generally yeah. against people being a douchebag in the theater, obviously, but yeah. I'm totally okay with it for movies that who gives a shit. Says offender number one right here. Am I? <laughs> Anytime that I'm in a theater with you and I'm and like. Hey, uh, what about this scene? Yeah, you know that scene's like, like you're and you're always way louder than like I'm trying to just whisper a little bit and just like you know. I don't know what you're it. talking. About. I generally like when you whisper things to me in the movie. I generally just give like a nod or say a slight thing because I try not to talk. To yeah, you I specifically unless it's some horseshit movie like like when I said I saw Lucy and I didn't care that I was laughing out loud at a scene that wasn't supposed yeah. to be laughed at. Even I try not to talk too much about a good movie, but uh, I think specifically when we were watching uh, The Hunger Games two with an ex of mine. Oh yeah. I did not we, give a fuck. We ruined it. And I remember I was just trying <laughs> yeah. to just whisper the jokes because I didn't I didn't care either. I hated it. And I'm like, I'm gonna my my policy on movie theater movies is I'm gonna get my I'm gonna squeeze the value out of my movie <laughs> ticket. So if the movie's good, sure I'll watch it and get my value. And if it's bad, I'm gonna just talk as much as it takes for me to get that entertainment value out of it and uh-huh. and rip on that movie. And I, I just remember s- sitting there and I'm and I'm and I'm trying to whisper so that I can get my movie value out, but you were just not really talking any quieter yeah. than normal at all, I and it just not care to, just ruined ruin at all. Ruined the movie for the the girl I was dating at the time entirely. She was super pissed after <laughs> at us, and I remember being like, "Why not? Why didn't you just move to another seat or something?" If we were so, <laughs> like, if you really wanted to see this movie so much, and I don't know, people are I was so, social niceties so or something. apathetic yeah. toward that movie. I could not have cared. Less. I think the drunkest I've ever been in a movie was Star Wars Episode Three. Oh, the entire pro- movie, movie to see Revenge, yeah, and Revenge I, of the Mall, and a few few friends I won't name, but you guys know we were all there together, and I don't think we stopped like very loudly talking the entire. <laughs> we were so loud at the back of the theater, and I, I honestly look back and I do feel bad about it. We were such asses, but this off-duty movie theater chick walked all the way to the back was like hey I work here you guys gotta be quiet and for some reason when we bought like our, our popcorn and stuff they were giving out um, they were giving out toys or kids toys or, or no I got a kids toy for my work that's you what you a was. VHS of Wayne's and World I, I had, with your no I didn't but I had this little Jimmy Neutron toy <laughs> And uh, she's like, well, this you guys got to be ago. quiet. Yeah, this is a long time ago. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron toy. <laughs> yeah, well, this is like, yeah, back in 2005. And I pulled this Jimmy Neutron toy out of my pocket. I'm like, you're going to have to speak the Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> and she's like, whatever. And just like, 
just gave up and went and sat down and we just yelled the whole movie. I, I honestly think about it sometimes and feel bad, but that I don't know. It was Star Wars Episode Three. So I, I, I cannot I tell you the amount of things that I think about and just feel bad about about doing dumb things like that. All day long, every day is just is just whoops. My my entire life is just one embarrassment after another embarrassment. Like the that type of right. the type of just gut churning embarrassment where it's it's hard to even think that someone else would have done that, <laughs> let alone yourself. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, it's oh, uh, you're I feel def- better. Thank I you. definitely I definitely understand. If I can. Uh, Man, yeah, see, my gut is churning as I'm about to tell this story. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so uh, how do I, how do I, how do I phrase, phrase You were on the right? toilet. No, no, no. So, <laughs> I'm, so I'm like, I'm like seven or, seven or eight years old here, right? Oh, man, I'm getting lightheaded just thinking about so it. So how many times? So this is tell. about four years ago. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> you just finished beating Donkey Kong Country for like the 13th, 14th time? Like the least. 80th time. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Um, so... When you're, I mean, when you're a kid, you still like kiss your parents goodnight in bed and whatnot, right? Like you get a. How old are we talking? Like seven years old, right? You know, where like, are they kissing you? Like on, like on your lips, <laughs> like you know, you get like a little, like I don't know, whatever, good good night kind of thing. Like, I, I'm sorry that your parents didn't care about you, Andy, but no. some of us have parents who like want My wanted to show stopped, that they love their kids. Stopped hugging me at the age of three, so yeah. That's just... I can't. I, I don't even know if I should be telling this. Um, well, that so, means you should oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was. That's what I was thinking about. So yeah. So when I was a kid, I remember I was watching that '70s show, which is like it's not a show that I would have ever watched because I was totally too young for it at seven years old or or whatnot. And um, I remember them talking about uh, they were kissing and then French kissing. Uh, on the TV show and talking about what what a big deal that was. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah. So then I tried to French kiss my mom. Uh, <laughs> like like you the, what you attempted it or asked what it was or said hey can I French kiss like you literally <laughs> just went for an open mouth kiss. <laughs> Because uh, that's yeah. uh, you know that's just something that people do, right? Like that's a, that's a total. Yeah, you know, I I, I kind of get it because kids just don't get things. You just don't. You have you no know. idea what. Yeah, yeah, I'm like sweating bullets up here right now. It's like because this How is. How did not, your mother respond to this? She was just like, yeah, that's uh, not something that you do. That's just like you know, just like uh, did you normal. try it with George too. <laughs> try to French kiss my dad. Uh, <laughs> I did not. Um, uh, the, I did not. I did. I did not. So. Uh, there is a uh, if if anybody's feeling bad about there about uh, about some embarrassing thing you did the just you remember should. just remember that you never tried to French kiss your mom when you were a kid, so you can uh, do you feel better about your movie experience a little now? bit now yeah <laughs> I try not to feel bad about anything I ever do well let's talk about a movie ex- <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yeah I French kissed my mom like ten times <laughs> like I don't. No, yeah, we've no, all French kissed your mom. <laughs> no big deal to me. It's, what's abnormal about the story? You're yeah, this is oh, just told. I, I want to know. I bet you there are people listening right now who are like, "Yeah, that's that's that's, yeah, that's pretty normal." I don't know. I know like adult. I know adult people who still kiss their parents on the lips. That's weird. Yeah, that's a little perverted. Even the cheek. I'll forgive the cheek, but that, that's, mm-hmm. that's all right. That's fine. Well, I think it's like a daughter dad thing. Like I don't think sure. that I don't think that sons are kissing their mom. Oh no, that's like an Italian thing, right? It's like a, is that Russian? Don't they kiss each other, dude? That's don't the guys kiss each other too? I try to ignore. Maybe I'm Russian. <laughs> you might be Russian. <laughs> in, in, in Russia, Don't be spying on us. Uh, so let's talk about uh, a, a movie experience that's really embarrassing. Uh-huh. My 
hated movie this week is of, uh, ever most of uh, is of the week. <laughs> Movie tra- modern movie trailers. Yes. Yeah, not not just movie trailers. Well uh-huh. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to disparage that. Uh, uh, what's that one with? Uh, who's Robert California on The Office? James uh, Spader. Yeah, James Spader. You know, where he has like a BDSM relationship with some office worker, some '90s movie. I don't want to disparage a trailer like that. That's yeah. clearly a brilliant, brilliant work of art. Um, I don't know. It's called The Lawyer or something. Um, <laughs> but uh, so modern movie trailers. Here, so let so the problem with the modern movie trailer is, uh, you watch the trailer, and uh, you don't need to watch the movie anymore because you've seen everything now. Mm-hmm. So, so I think the the easiest way to to kind of go back further is with comedy trailers, and usually they all the funny jokes are in the trailer, and then you you see the movie, and that's not even a modern mm-hmm. comedy thing. Sometimes those those joke the funny jokes are even not even in the movie. Yeah, like I've seen that before too. Where it's like, oh yeah, and you go you go to see this joke and. It's yeah, just oh yeah, it's like a really yeah, it's I, like I would rather what? have that than them take the yeah. best the best laugh out loud moments and put them in the trailer. Like save that. Save that stuff. Yeah. Like, like my first memory of that is the witch, the fat witch in Hocus Hocus Pocus. She's in the shopping aisle and she's drinking dish soap and then she like burps a bubble, I think. Mm-hmm. And in the, as a kid you're like, "Oh, that's funny." And then I remember all my friends were like, "Yeah, that wasn't even in the movie." <laughs> no, like, I'm not so seeing that stupid it. movie. That- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, so uh I think there's a few there's a few things wrong with modern movie trailers. The first being that usually the ending or a, a big part of the climax or all of the fun of the movie of of the discovery of what happens in the movie is totally ruined. Yeah. Because it just it just jumps to the end. So it. Uh, uh, <laughs> you want to see a movie trailer? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, here's what happens at the beginning of the movie. Here's what happens at the end of the movie as well. And here's also what happens in the middle of the movie. So uh, come and see it if you want to find out nothing. Yeah. yeah, if you want to watch the scenes where people if stand you, around and just talk and yeah, have boring if you, dialogue, if you, if you want to see the, all the boring dialogue scenes that connect all the exciting things that we showed in the trailer, <laughs> yeah. come and see the full. Yeah. Tr- try out, try out the full version. It's like getting a, a a demo of a game, and you're like, yeah, but it's like getting a demo of Tetris. Yeah. It's like I, I don't need the full version, man. I, it's it's just one game. There, how do you, how how could you hamper Tetris any more than? It's it, it's got a very base gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I. I just very recent, like a very, very good recent example of this is, is the new Spider-Man movie. Its trailer, everything you need to know about the major plot points are... I didn't even see the movie. I wrote that entire segment just, <laughs> yeah, just, off, the trailer. <laughs> just off the trailer. But I remember it shows the boat getting cut in half. It shows Spider-Man kind of fucking that up. And then it shows Robert Iron Man uh, mad Robert at him Man. and taking the costume back. And it's like, oh, wow, you can see the whole progression of this movie. Yeah, I didn't like, want... They just ruined everything. So, so I've actually, I've just sworn off watching them entirely. And, and I say sworn off like I, like I put my foot in the sand, but I absolutely didn't. I just... I don't want to. I, I I didn't even make a conscious decision. I just don't even bother watching them anymore because I'm I yeah. I just know that it's gonna take. I guess I subconsciously know that it's gonna take away from the experience. It, they don't they don't ruin movies for me as much as they seem. Uh, for they do for you. Well, I just lose interest in wanting to watch the movie. Yeah, like like the, it, I think it's because a lot of the times I know whether I want to watch a movie before I've seen a trailer of it. I'm I'm familiar with most movies, especially bigger movies. Uh, most movies before they get a trailer, and by that point, it's I probably know you know who director is, all that sort of jazz. Uh, so when a trailer comes out, I'm, I just look at it and I think, well, this is just the marketing side of it. Whether it's good or bad marketing, I already know what I 
want to know about whether I will like this movie or not going into it, going into the trailer. Yeah, I don't need the trailer really to... No, and, and, and honestly, the trailer won't help you at all because a perfect example of the is The Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. Um, I saw that trailer and I was like, oh, I don't want to see that movie at all. That looks that looks yep. really horrible. And then at the very end, it's like, oh, Martin Scorsese. Oh, okay, well, I'll see it then. Yeah, it's, you know, and it's from the director of, of Martin Scorsese. Ended up, of course, sure. being this, this amazing movie, but it's it's uh, that, that trailer... It was way worse. And another example is The Hateful Eight. Yes, it, had a, ter- it had a terrible trailer. It, it, terrible trailer. That, mm-hmm. that I, almost, I can almost completely understand why. It, how do you make it? I don't know. Because Tarantino's not making the trailers, obviously. Yeah, well, maybe he should be maybe making the trailers. Should, <laughs> I kind of agree. Because they hand it off to some marketing crew. Who and, just makes the same trailer every day. And how can someone make, how can someone who's not Quentin Tarantino make a good trailer out of his movies because they're always so quirky and a lot of the times non-linear and, and what's interesting about them isn't necessarily big moments in the movie but that's how they always that's how a lot of these marketing, yeah, marketing I mean, there's, trailers try, try to do they just try and pick out the big moments uh, splash them all together but yeah you get someone like Martin Scorsese or someone like Quentin Tarantino that doesn't rely on those things as heavily and had, I think they get confused. They don't know how to make a trailer out of it. So before I just mow down this topic, do you have anything to add, Brady? Well, I gotta give you some. We tend to uh, get interlocked over here in our gay, uh, you know, your, lightsaber Schwartz. Uh, <laughs> your Chinese uh, finger tangling. trap. Yeah, your wiener stuck Yeah, and Braden's stuck over here playing with his calves. Uh, you yeah. know, cutting off cutting off parts of my table with his uh, square calves, sharp corners. <laughs> So these trailers, I always make the joke um, because most of the time when you see a trailer, like 90% of the time, the movie sucks. Mm. There's not a lot of good movies out there. So whenever you see that trailer, and like some some are just like, yeah, they showed a lot. But you get some that where they show, you're like, I think this is the ending scene. Mm, And like you see everything. And I always make the joke, oh, good. Now I don't have to see this movie. (laughs) And and, uh, a good movie trailer, I remember when we saw the trailer for Green Room. Remember, uh, it would have been early last year. I don't remember how that trailer and went at all. It doesn't say the from the director of, although um, Jeremy Saulnier hasn't directed a lot of movies. Blue but Ruin. I don't even think it said Blue Ruin. It was just this really grungy trailer. It was like 30 seconds long. Uh, there's a bunch of, it showed the punk rocker guy stuck in the room. Um, and then Patrick Stewart's voice was like, kind of narrates like there's just a line from the movie he mm-hmm. talks over this scene from the movie you know that trailer would have been good if it was, it was awesome if it was just a close-up of patrick stewart's bald head <laughs> for, for 10 that. seconds i'd, I'd be, be like okay oh i better that. i better watch yeah. this this is this looks great yeah, but it was just like this really tense trailer and i was like i don't know anything about anything about this movie and i really want to see it now and then you told me after oh yeah it was direct the director blue ruins doing that and all that and i was like oh okay and yeah. that was a good trailer but then you get these other trailers where they show you everything the opening even the conflict and then you know where the two char- the two main characters part ways but then they get back together and they cuz every comedy is like that the two main the guy who plays by the rules and the <laughs> and the guy who's a rebel they have they part ways got a cartoon they come cat. back together Jeez. they show the whole thing all in the trailer and it's like cartoon this is cartoon cat in a trench coat is uh, paired up with the yeah. A-type cop <laughs> what the Last misadventure uh, <laughs> yeah so good. another example of just a hilariously deceptive uh, bad trailer for a good movie. I think we've brought it up before uh, somewhere. Well, I'll tell you again. There's probably a few people. Uh, Star Wars episode. <laughs> Is it a hologram for the king? No. no that Tom Hanks that movie? Uh, no, do you remember? I think we were at the second Purge movie, I think. Okay. I remember seeing that movie with you. A trailer, a trailer for uh, Gone Girl came up. 
Uh, oh, okay. Well, that was an accurate trailer. It said uh, David Fincher directed this, so I said, I'm never seeing that. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> no, the, the trailer was so, like, starry and, uh, you know, David Fincher, again, he's a hard one to make a trailer for because sure. he just does, like, these talkative drama cynical movies. Uh, hard to lure people in with Boring. With, Don't forget snippets boring. Snippets of that. Uh, and but then it said uh, starring you know Ben Affleck and uh, Neil Patrick Harris and uh, <laughs> uh, what's what's that shitty black comedian that's in it? Oh Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Tyler like, Perry. Oh my gosh. And we were like laughing at this point because it was like oh boy this is, <laughs> this this is like bad. But then it, it's I think it said something like from the director of the Social Network. I was like oh oh this is the new David Fincher movie. All right I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I think the I think so I think the biggest problem is what I was saying before, it's just these these freaking um, mill editors who they just hand off all this footage to. Yeah. And, I, and I've seen lessons online where they're, oh, this is how you cut together a movie trailer. And it's just this cookie cutter formula for every trailer is identical. And it's it doesn't make any sense because every movie is for a different type of audience. Yeah. The, the Hateful Eight, they try to package it up with some cool music and, oh, here's the eight outlaws and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, the whole movie, though, is basically a play. It's yeah. a play with three sets. It's, very, it's like it's, very tense conversations. Yeah, it's very part. slow and tense conversations. And it doesn't, it, the person who would like that movie is going to hate that trailer. Yeah, it do- doesn't make any sense at all. It's not. It's not the. Ne- it's not another Django and Chain. That's you know this wild, you know pretty pretty active, you know killing all those white fascist supremacist peoples or whatever. Yeah. Like you know you can't. It's not. You're not going to get on board in the same way. It's like it's everybody locked up in a house in the winter and trying to with a little bit of a murder mystery, I guess, or something. You know, it's yeah, and they're just having tense conversations. So, uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just thinking, if, if that's all you have to say on that. Um, I have more, but... Uh, <laughs> I was thinking Always a trailer that, that I actually really loved, and I was just while we were talking, trying to think about what I loved so much about it, and I think it was just a movie that you couldn't possibly make a bad trailer for was, I think it was the second Mad Max Fury Road trailer. It was the one that was like really... It was cut and edited to the beat of this really intense uh, oh. song from the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that song. And it was just just oh, random yeah. flashes of, of action from the movie to the beat of this song. And I remember thinking it had a great trailer. I guess a lot of people online didn't like it, but I remember seeing it thinking, that was great. But as I think about it now, trying to explain what makes it so great, it's I just think, yeah, how do you make a bad trailer of that movie? Yeah. <laughs> just every, second, every second of that movie is prime for a trailer. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't think of how you would... I don't know. I guess you have to get. You just have to make it like more dramatic. Uh, <laughs> you know what? 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 Get, oh, put a narrator. That would ruin that trailer. What? Yeah. The year, the year is twenty third, twenty twenty twenty. What? What trouble will Mad Max get into now? Yeah, I think that's what I, I, I like about the trailer. Could, yeah. It didn't rely on. I don't think it relied on any like, dialogue es- es- at all. Especially that that generic movie trailer voice instead of Max's because he yeah, narrates yeah, the yeah, intro, yeah. right? But just having mm-hmm. the generic movie, like the uh, what's the the Better Call Saul guy? You know, he he narrates all the all the. The, the the ads the Tim and Eric ads like he has that Bob, that, Bob Odenkirk yeah Bob Odenkirk okay. he has that yeah. like that infomercial uh, yeah he's know. so good yeah so um, I could th- just that imagine, could ruin it I imagine like if like a crappy company or whatever edited that I could just imagine the part where he says my name is Max like being in the trailer like mm-hmm. which oh would be oh, awful oh like, that's a, that's a huge part of the movie my penis the is end. inverting up into my. <laughs> 
pelvis <laughs> right now. If, if they're just going to make the the shitty cookie cutter by the numbers trailer, they should they should I would rather prefer them to just ham it up and intentionally make the like the cliche bad trailer right. like and this time they're going to the big city and it shows like a shot of them on the streets or whatever. Yeah. And they're going to learn that being a whatever is yeah, not right. as easy as <laughs> yeah. it seems. That's like the like, Critters 3 trailer. It's yeah, basically it like great. that. Um, so, so I'd rather them do that if, yeah. than a generic trailer. Even with really great movies, like if they took the new Blade Runner, which so far has looked pretty good, the yeah. new upcoming one, and just did that with it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be so bad. So, so we have movie trailers. They the, the modern movie trailer ruins the ending of everything. A Us- lot of them yeah. usually doesn't have the tone of the movie very well at all. Especially space movie trailers. Oh gosh, like I never want to see a space movie trailer <laughs> ever. Um, mm-hmm. So um, no co- no additional details on that comment. Mm-hmm. Um, so and the t- yeah and the tone is just is just always off. So what I think, if you think about the Hateful Eight, how they could fix that trailer, I think is copying another good trailer, which was Hail Caesar. So the, the trailer for Hail Caesar was just uh, a 60-second scene from the movie. And it, it, which it, that movie is like 99.9% dialogue as well. Too, yeah, it's, so. it's, it's mostly mm-hmm. dialogue. I, I think about it, though. So they could have cut together all these, all these scenes of... Uh, I, I mean, I think they probably did have another trailer where they have all, them all dancing with uh, whatever pretty boy dancing in a sailor suit and uh, jumping onto some communist submarine and uh, you know all these... Like mm-hmm. there, there were some pretty nice shots, and I think they were in a trailer, but I thought the other trailer was way more yeah. effective, which was just... Um, uh, Clooney? Not, not, not Josh Brolin. Not, <laughs> dang it, the the guy from Grand Budapest. I, my name, my name dropping right now. Oh, Raph Fiennes. Uh, yeah, yeah, Raph Fiennes, and and he's sitting there talking to. Oh to, yeah, to, to, trying to get that take. Yeah, and, and, and he's in there. And, and he's and he's talking to this to this this cowboy who they've who they've cast as a as like a really fancy guy in a really fancy building. Yeah. You know, rich tuxedo, and he's supposed to be talking with this fancy accent with and elegance. And he's supposed to yeah. you know he's supposed to some some woman invites him to something, and he goes, "If only it were so simple, right?" And, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I the, forgot how great so that trailer funny. was. Yeah, and I he, remember loving that. Trailer. And he just has this accent, and he's just, like, if only it were so simple. <laughs> like, and he just can't get it. So it's just this scene of Ralph Raffines uh, trying to get him to improve his accent mm-hmm. and, with no luck at all, and them just going back and forth. And it's kind of this just classic mm-hmm. comedy scene. It's it's almost slapstick in the way that it comes across and it's just a 60 second trailer of them going back and forth with this confusion and then it's like hail caesar and that would have been a much better way to introduce something like the hateful eight just, i just show kurt russell punching that chick in the mouth that's the best trailer i could think of it is weird though cuz obviously you're talking from a specific viewpoint and i i mostly agree i don't i don't have the same hatred toward them I'm, i have more of an indifference uh, which is maybe worse. And and, but, uh, and Hail Caesar probably isn't the greatest example because I think the normal trailer was cool too because it had yeah. all these cool shots well, of the synchronized swimming. And the Coen Brothers movies usually have good trailers. Like I remember the Burn After Reading one, No Country for Old Men, The Big Lebowski. Like, yeah, they're all pe- great trailers. People hated Burn After Reading too. That's I know an so awesome many movie. people You're who hate it. You're an idiot if you don't like that movie. Yeah, but uh, my burn point your being, Burn your brain. Uh, you are coming death. at it from a yeah. certain point of view. I, I think a lot of just dummies or casual moviegoers. Norm, norm, normies. No, what did they say? <laughs> Normize, Norm- normous, normous. <laughs> uh, they'll be. I do see people getting excited about that stuff. Or yeah, like a Paul Blart mall cop, 
mall cop mall clap <laughs> comes <laughs> on shirt mall with fart. these horrible jokes and everyone's laughing their ass off like they're probably going to be impressed by your the typical trailer that you're talking yeah about. but nobody but i don't know why I, I don't know why they need they feel they need to spoil so much of the movie that that still doesn't make but but that sense. but but the hateful eight did horrible in theaters did like, it? yeah it didn't do it didn't do very well at all compared to the garbage that was beating it out that weekend uh, it being one of the best movies that year um yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I'm just saying, I, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, for Paul Blart, Mall Fart, Shart, Cart, mm-hmm. uh, sure, make your dumb movie trailer because that's what that's that's to fit to the audience. But the thing right? is, it's like, you're t- coming from a point of view where you're going to go see the new Quentin Tarantino movie. If they released no trailer, you would go see it. Well, uh, if I knew it was out, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't need a trailer to entice you. But, uh, they're, but trying to, they're trying to market this movie towards someone who, who was like Quentin Tarantino. Who's that? Uh, but, oh, the Pulp Fiction. But okay. I know. Like, I don't know who he is. I know Tarantino fans who didn't see that movie because they thought it looked so oh, bad really? from the trailer. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's so stupid, man. I mean, yeah, I think that's stupid too. Those people can go hang themselves. Uh, but still, it's like in The Hateful Eight. That's weird. You would let a trailer sway your opinion on like a director you like? That's that's really weird to me. Well, I, I mean, I'm sure. I don't know if it's like I hate the director now. I think it's just I didn't want to. See, I wasn't interested in the movie. It didn't pique my interest. If you like a know. director? You see his freaking movies. Yeah. What are you guys idiots? Some, we've some we've beat that drum. Movie trailer should just be a title. And then a list of just a few credits. Director, this actor's in it. <laughs> yeah. This guy who wrote this. So re- we're done. Let's replace the beginning to Back to the Future with a uh, text crawl. <laughs> 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 uh, just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's like, I just feel like you should capture the essence of what makes the movie good, and that's what you should be showcasing. Sure. Right? It's uh, the Blade Runner trailer. You said, yeah, it looks pretty good, because it's, mm-hmm. it's not a bunch of snappy scenes or whatever. It's just showing a few cool-looking things that is kind of similar to the things that captured your imagination of the first one, which is kind of this cool world-building, mm-hmm. a cool soundtrack that's like, oh, yeah, this yeah. Yeah. cool soundtrack. I've heard people really ripping on 80s soundtracks because that new... Uh, that new Death Note anime was made into a movie that's on Netflix. So I heard that was Everyone's really talking about it and people are mad because it has this cool 80s soundtrack or something I, like I that. I wish all soundtracks would just be replaced by cool 80s ones. Yeah, Even yeah. to the point where it would get overdone. I'd, I'd, still, <laughs> I'd still like be okay it better than it. just the generic totally. whatever soundtrack. Yeah. That's, that's, that should be the normal uh, well, I'd, either 80s synth ones or like the 80s, like, you know, when people are... Funk. Like, get, you know, yeah, going, yeah. getting things done. It's yeah. like that upbeat, like, mm. 80s kind of pop rock. Dun, dun, the Hasselhoff style vocals. Yeah, yeah that's awesome, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so movie tra- modern, modern movie trailers are horrible other than uh, a, few, a fr- few brilliant people out there uh, as a result of probably the same... <laughs> By accident. The, sa- the same three movie trailer companies just making mm-hmm. all the movie trailers and just milling them out with a, with a very similar... Fo- it's always like, and you never thought... Boo! Oh yeah, you have that, that that big bass drop. It's da, odd. Da, da. it's yeah. so it's so it's so annoying. It's it's yeah. I I just feel like the movies all look like the same movie at this yeah. point when I when oh, I yeah. see the trailer. And what's what's the name of that like effect where the, you know like every movie does it now where it's like it goes it it rifles through a bunch of clips and it makes it like I, I can't like describe a ty- like a sound. typewriter effect like, like that sound where it's like yeah it's meant to build like suspense. And are you just talking about like a rising instrument thing that like kind of climaxes and then drops to nothing and 
<laughs> you know, like yeah, but then, then it'll then, like go between say dun dun dun, and yeah, it, yeah, it's like oh, a kind yeah. of a build up of a climax. It's just it, called drums, and they do that in like <laughs> the Ghostbusters trailer, the 2016 one. And I'm like, this is just a stupid comedy. I have um, no idea what you're talking about, to be honest. I don't know. I've been trying to grasp at some straws here. I'm gonna show you. You show me later, and the audience will never know. So, uh, any any other thoughts on movie trailers? Nah. Throw them in the garbage. Throw them in the garbage. Uh, just go to the internet. And uh, well, you want to know how stupid movie trailer companies are? Didn't a movie trailer company edit Suicide Squad? Wasn't that a thing? Uh, Wasn't that why it was yeah, so weird? Yeah, because the movie trailer came out and it was really stylized. But I guess the movie, uh, as as of the time of that trailer when it was unreleased, wasn't stylized like that at all. But everyone really loved the trailer, uh, so they handed the movie back or they handed the movie over to the yeah the trailer yeah. guys to, to re-edit the whole thing and try and make it more like their trailer the whole movie yeah the I whole movie so something oh like God. that my, the details, these details might be a little bit off I'm going off the top of my head yeah and that's but, why uh, something yeah like that. and that's why like every three minutes there's a song it's like it's like you're watching the whole movie is just a giant music video. It's really weird. It's a honestly the more I think about it, I I think that just the a preview of the movie would be so much like even even think of Mad Max. Just show me sixty seconds of of one of the action scenes. Yeah, random. That, yeah, that, just show me a clip of the I, movie. I'd be I'd be totally happy. What happened to that? That's a that that used to be a thing, wasn't it? Like more like backs. You know, I I remember yeah. seeing uh, because we've been talking about Saw a little bit lately with the new one coming out, and I remember as a kid seeing a scene from Saw too on Spike TV and some chick gets thrown in like a pit of needles or something hmm. and it uh, horrified me forever. So uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, All right. Well, moving on to Let's, our... Uh, pick up the mood here. Yeah, Gremlin of the With Week. Gremlin All right. Braden, take it away. Give me some gremlins. All right, I'm going back. You gotta going old school here. Gonna read that off of your iPhone over there. uh, Even did they even have iPhones and gremlins? No. Well, I don't think the dad had invented the iPhone. Poor cut. Yeah, is that the uh, Peltzer Peltzer phone phone. you got there? (laughs) (laughs) So I haven't done a gremlin from the first movie in a while. Okay. So I was like, you know what, I gotta. I don't I think anybody has. It's no, always I'd jump back to them. I'd jump back to them quite a bit. Gremlins, the All old right. bunch. So my gremlin of the week is the Christmas Caroler Gremlins. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, they're, they're singing Fun a bunch of Christmas. Yeah, those ones yeah. are great. I totally forgot about them. Yeah, they're okay. funny. So in this scene, uh, Mr. Miss Deagle, the old lady, she's just walking around talking to her cats. She's got like a, she's a crazy old angry lady that's got lots of cats. She's just you know petting her cat, and she hears a little, hears like a little noise, and it, you see what happened, but she. She just kind of hears it. Uh, gremlin kind of rolls through the doggy door in the front door. A gremlin rolls through the and doggy door. And she's kind of like, what was that? And then, But she hears the gremlins outside the door. Or she hears, sorry, I spoiled it already. <laughs> she, she hears Christmas carolers. So she forgets the noise and goes, Christmas carolers. I hate Christmas carolers. <laughs> so she grabs like this, like, I, I don't know what she was going to do. She's got like a pitcher of water she's going to throw at them or something. She opens the door and goes, hey, what'd you... And then it's just a bunch of gremlins with like toques and scarves. Yeah, and they have their little adorable Christmas little books. gremlin-sized scarves. Yeah, they, it's <laughs> just adorable. There's like four of them, and they're just like nah, 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 <laughs> looking at their books. Like, oh, there's one second. There's something going on with the audio here. It's you're talking so fast. I don't know if it's sped up or no. no I think you, I think what? it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're obviously singing their hearts out to her, and she's like. Ah! She like closes the door and then she starts clenching her chest. She's like, "Oh, it's not my time. I'm not ready. I'm not ready." And me, um, during that though, you see it cuts to her chair. She rides this one of those like old old person chairs that like 
takes you up the stairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is one of my so favorite gremlins. Gremlin. <laughs> yeah, the gremlin, is... what you see him doing behind the scenes is like he's just fiddling with the wiring. So anyway, I guess he sneaks off and she's just like, I'm not ready. Like possibly having a heart attack and she sits in the chair and hits her button and it goes and she goes flying all the way up the stairs like yeah, it's, super fast it's this awesome gigantic it's like a lighthouse like it's some awesome gigantic yeah. spiraling electronic yeah. uh, elevator chair yeah, thing yeah the gremlins it, fucked with the wiring right yeah so, so they, she goes it like, it go really thanks for fast. letting us know why that happened before <laughs> so it goes like 20 times as fast up the stairs and then it cuts to the two uh, police officers just sitting outside the house they're like what they, they know something's going on and all the gremlins are running around and all of a sudden you hear and she flies out the window on her chair yeah it's a lands. great movie dummy by the way it's awesome <laughs> and then they look and they're like oh that's miss deagle oh that's kind of weird yeah. <laughs> she flew out of her window yeah i was uh i was saying by the way that you were talking very fast that's what i was making fun of you I with get with excited man it's I, thought it was, of the week. I was out of breath was, just listening to you funny. like talk so loud talk so yeah, fast those, those gremlins are great because they're one of the few gremlins from i think from both movies that uh that actually kill someone or it's implied that they kill someone it's There's a very few deaths very heavily movie, implied yeah but it's very heavily implied because she gets fucking launched out of this she house like, a has a heart attack basically then gets flown out of her house and then you never see her again you so never pretty see her sure land, she's but dead. she goes like flying like well, and you out see her body frame. though she's oh, just really? laying there in her chair with her legs her legs up and they're like that's miss deagle like <laughs> they look worried like she's dead so she seems but they dead. don't say it uh, fun fact, though, since you mentioned one of the cops that see her go flying out the window, one of those cops is uh, Jonathan Banks, who plays, uh, what's his name, uh, Mike Ehrmantraut from Breaking Bad. The oh, bald, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. The bald dude? Yeah. Okay. He was dude. one of the cops. That's awesome. And in Breaking Bad, he's an ex-cop, so I like to pretend He's that, that bald dude who wins the lottery at the end. Oh, sorry. Spoiler I, for Breaking Bad. I <laughs> like to pretend that... Uh, the Breaking Bad universe and Gremlins universe are the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They should have, uh, you know what they really should have done is had that lady fly out of the window in slow-mo then, then we really would have yeah. been able to capture it. Well, it's funny because when she flies up the stairs, it's obviously just sped up films. Yeah, it's actually right. the opposite of slow I, I like sped up. Sped up, yeah, good. it's awesome. You can do it tastefully. It's great. It's it's if, if sped up film is good, then slow mo is twice as bad. What are you on about? Here? Okay, <laughs> that sounds like a Mueller theory. Yeah, Mueller science. Well, a- ever since the the iPhones included the feature where you could make these slow motion videos. All the time now, I'm seeing these 20-second videos that people put the... So somebody will be like, oh, here's a video of us uh, jumping into a lake or like doing uh, hitting, a, hitting a baseball <laughs> yeah. with a bat. And it's like, so it's a 20-second video where you've got 10 seconds of uh, them standing around, uh, two seconds of them winding the baseball bat, a half a second of them hitting the baseball bat, and then the ball flies away, and then another five seconds of nothing because uh, they're like, oh, yeah, the ball went. And they're like, it okay, uh, you know, it went wherever it went. Yeah. Uh, you can't see it on the camera. So, so then what they do is like, oh, well, let's use this slow motion feature and slow mo the entire twenty yeah. seconds, including the lead up, including them pulling back the bat. And now you've got a two minute video just to see somebody hit yeah, a freaking baseball or something. I hate cares? these videos. As soon as I see one start playing, unless there's something amazing on screen, which there never is. Uh, I just I keep scrolling down. Well, that's the worst part is when something does. It seems like something yeah. cool is gonna happen, and now you have to sit Cause through because you're interested. So my my phone has this feature as well, and I remember playing around with it when I first got it and thinking, oh, this is neat. Uh, and you can actually fiddle with where the slow mo. Like you can just take a video clip that's say yeah 20 seconds and and edit it you know, right on your phone, uh, so it only 
like only these two seconds are in slow-mo or, or these. Yeah, yeah, like it you lets can, you decide. You can pick where in the video you want it. But and so many people just post the entire, it'll be like this tw this real-time 20-second thing that happened. They'll post a minute-long video of it and put all of it in slow-mo, not like the exciting part of it. The only it's, it's, yeah, I just keep scrolling. The only good annoying. version of this ever was when George took one of these videos of him just whipping his arms around in some mesmerizing way. It's like in slow motion, and like your dad, George. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was really, <laughs> that. It was really yeah. Everyone would want to watch that. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you have slow mo on your phone, try to. You're not. This isn't Resident Evil here. Like yeah, the <laughs> slow mo thing. I didn't know it was really a thing until like last weekend. I saw this guy on Facebook. He was like a, a like a family reunion. So if I'm not going to name uh, his name, but if you're listening, um, I'm sorry. Family reunion. Fr and there's all these kids <laughs> jumping on trampolines, and then it was just slow-mo videos of like their impact flying out. But I was like, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. I've been on a trampoline. I know what happens on trampolines. You should just start taking slow-mo videos of us walking around town. And yeah. Just, just of nothing. us filming this podcast. <laughs> of us. Of us yeah, you guys want to listen to the whole podcast on video? It's it's 25 hours long because <laughs> yeah. it's in slow motion and we're talking in yeah. slow motion too. I'll that just, way you can finally hear what Braden's <laughs> saying because he's talking so fast. I get excited <laughs> when it's gremlins, man. We still haven't put our cap on. The, this is still a gremlin segment, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> no. I'm all right. Well, let, let's just let's just uh, put some slow mo on this gremlin seat <laughs> segment and keep it going for another hour. Uh, that's uh, that's our gremlin of the week. Have we figured out which fan that's the favorite? That's me. Oh right, I'm a fan, and it's my favorite. Yeah, gremlin of the week for breakfast, right, pal? We're using the Peltzer microwave and blender to prepare that gremlin. So, uh, Andy, you got some uh, sort of topic, or are we just going to slow-mo the rest of me talking about uh, why ham and pineapple on pizza is the best type of pizza? So, and, uh, my most hated movie He's waving ever. his arms in the air That's sarcastically. Uh, I, it's not even. I don't. I don't really hate this movie. So I'm gonna say <laughs> it's a movie that's that's fucking horrible, and, and everything about it is terrible. But I kind of love it. I am speaking, of course, of the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Woo! Which ah, is funny. Now, mom is the perfect God. perfect time to bring up this movie because as of this recording, uh, this week. Uh, it was the 30th anniversary of the Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah, you've done pretty good. I, I've noticed you guys have done really good with keeping up on these anniversary posts on yeah. our Facebook. I keep yeah, seeing these. Fun. I was like, man, how are you? Do you have like a, some sort of Excel spreadsheet keeping I wrote, track I wrote, of all these? I wrote down a list of, of oh, okay. anniversaries by increments of five years. You know, you can <laughs> uh, schedule those posts in advance too so that you don't even have to think about it at the time. Ah, it's no fun. Hey, you got it. Yeah, why don't you go program yourself up some comedy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so for those who are uh, unfamiliar with Idiots. this movie, which I think is a lot of people, I, th I think a lot of people are pretty unfamiliar with the Garbage Pill Kids in general. That's a fair assumption. Um, so I'm sure everyone remembers, or at least hearing about, depending on how young you are, uh, the Cabbage Patch Kids. They're these little plush... Uh, they're uh, all they're things. they're the Maynard's candies, right? They're very sour. No, they're not the sour. It's not the sour baby from Seven Eleven. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, Slurpee. I love that. Yeah. So when you when you go to get the Slurpees at the at the at the Seven Eleven, there's this there's this sour green apple flavor, and and the picture of it, it looks like um it looks like that baby in the Teletubbies that appears in the sun and just kind of mm -hmm. goes eh, and laughs or whatever. But like it's a baby in an apple. But it's in an 
an apple and the baby and just crying, has crying, isn't it? It has that sour face, like, you know, where uh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, its face is it all is. scrunched so up. Creepy. It's the most, yeah, it's the most awkward, yeah. creepy it photo. It makes it look like it's dead baby flavored Slurpee. It doesn't <laughs> make you think that it's going to be sour mixed, apple flavored. Mixed with apples, it is the most disgusting. Yeah. It, I, I cannot help but laugh well, every single well, time. Well, look, I see yeah, you know, you don't want your Slurpee to taste like dead babies. You gotta, no. you gotta put some apples in there to, to mask the flavor. It was funny because like it, they had it for a whole summer, like I, months. It's probably every still time there. we went it comes, there, it comes, it comes, comes, it comes back. Yeah, yeah it comes every back time, Moeller, you laughed like you'd never seen it. You, <laughs> just like, what is wrong with this? It's so disconcerting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just, every, I was just, was so I was just funny. thinking, why is there a baby on my, on my, like, why are they trying to market to me with a picture of a baby, like, on my? Why would I ever want to see a baby? On any food, anything yeah. like, uh, like whatever. Other than uh, the baby what those, food, what are those? I guess animal crackers. Those are babies. Yeah, but them. I don't want to see a picture of a baby on it. I want to see a picture yeah, of the dumb cartoon giraffe. But I know it's the kid ones, and it tastes good. <laughs> yeah, the kid, the sh- the kid shaped animal crackers. No, so you no, can eat little kids. <laughs> what did, what I, are you talking about? I don't want to see babies ever. I, I, I see every now and then. If, if <laughs> I don't even want to see babies in the uh, at the hospital, like uh, the pediatrics ward. Or <laughs> every now and then, on this is a left field of our left field here. Uh, every now and then, no on baseball Facebook, references. You'll have one of those men. have one of those moms, like Facebook moms, that posts about like uh, pro. Breastfeeding in public. Oh thing. man, we're and, and ripping on like, vegans. Oh, it's, it's, and this. It's, you know, it's this perfectly natural thing. Blah blah. I think they're confusing the argument here. It's not yeah. that people don't want to see <laughs> your naked body. It's that they don't want to see your baby in public. That's the disgusting part about. It. Keep that shit at home, all right, pal. It's not for a public setting. <laughs> yeah, it's confusing because first you have a boob, but then you have a baby. Yeah, so the baby's in the way. What's going know, on here? And, def- and definitely, uh, babies have more of a negative impact than boobs have a positive impact. So you got that. Inverted penis thing again. Yeah, and it's just a, it's a big problem. Nobody wants to see babies. Keep that shit at home. <laughs> so anyway, the uh, the Cabbage Patch Kids. There were those, yeah, those playful, weird. They were kind of creepy looking too. Yeah, uh, little plush doll, baby doll things. Whatever. Google yeah, it. I'd be surprised. I'll, I'll honestly, the movie for the for the Cabbage Patch. Yeah, kids, it, w- it would probably it be way. equally bad. <laughs> uh, so around, around around that time, shortly after. Uh, this company made a parody of it called the Garbage Pail Kids, and they were mostly just little collectible trading cards. Um, I don't have to explain that. I don't know if that's still a yeah, thing. Yeah, do you do tra- uh, trading cards? Well, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, they originated they were, in the 1960s. Webster's Dictionary defines trading cards. <laughs> so they were like gross-out versions of the Cabbage Patch Kids. So there would be like Farty Fred or something. It would show like a, a picture of a creepy-looking kid farting. Or, yeah. Uh, Melton Milton, which is just a, a guy who's melted like candle wax. Yeah, or like <laughs> uh, Vomit Valerie. Stuff like that. Yeah, just these these gross-out things. And kids love it because kids, kids love gross stuff like that. Yeah, I never got that, by the way. Like, Do you, do you remember when you were a kid making uh, I don't know worms in dirt like it was a dessert where you'd have some chocolate cake no like but I'm aware of, of that sort of thing like yeah, yeah, yeah and then you'd put the worms in it I'd be like oh this is worms wanna, in dirt man it was awesome this is, no it's disgusting it is, <laughs> it's the most I don't want to see any sort of food or candy that is trying to be an animal it's it's it. Do you eat meat? Why, why would you want to? <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Yeah, and I don't eat meat that's shaped like a giraffe or something like that. Like it's it's super weird. Or, or it's not even just shaped like a giraffe. It's 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 I don't know worms and dirt. There's too much of a some sort of. Well, did you allegory? No, Muller, that <laughs> humans are the only species that eat the animals that they didn't hunt. Did, did, did you <laughs> that, they, that they didn't hunt? <laughs> How is that 
true. Vultures, <laughs> vultures are eaten. Uh, <laughs> it's quiet, you. You're ruining my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, you, uh, did you know that the ozone? Uh, but, no, but worms Methane. and dirt are disgusting, man. Like I don't know what other weird kids' treats are like that. Like well, the, the little hamburger shape. Would you not gummies? eat a mud pie just because it's called mud pie? <laughs> I would definitely. They're not. delicious, man. No, they're disgusting. You're also looking at this from like a food point. I just mean when I think of kids being into gross stuff, I mean I think of like. You remember that toy that was like Gak and it was just like a bunch of slime? Yeah, it was awesome. It was just stuff like that. And then there was like the YTV shows back in the day that were all about like slime and slime and, and, well, and I'm not, stuff. I'm not yeah. done talking about these mud pies here because the problem with the mud pie is that it's also cake, which is another disgusting food. The only type cake? of cake that's okay. Cake? The only type of cake that's acceptable is angel food more cake ice and cake ice cream cake. cake. I'm actually yeah. mostly with you. I don't really like cake other, hey. than, other than ice cream cake. Hey, do you want to so. eat a bunch of like dry wheat? Have some cake <laughs> and cakes. sugar. Yeah, or uh, well, I don't like I don't like it mostly because cake's just too sweet. It's or, just or so some sugar, I get sick of it right away. Or some uh, pirate pea uh, uh, <laughs> sodas. You guys, do you remember the pirate pea? You could like 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 why would you want like what type of kid is like yeah I want to drink something like that. This was a thing I'm taking at you looking at a. Yeah, or 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 do you want to eat a bunch of candies that are a box of boogers and it's just a bunch well, of weird Maynard's candies that are just. Like, oh, the like, Harry Potter. Like, why flavors? would you? Yeah, yeah, why? Yeah, it's the same thing with the Harry Potter thing. Why Those would? Those are you, awesome, man. Ghostbusters had one too. They had like a green drink, and it was supposed to be like the the Slimer or something. Oh, it was awesome. something like that. I, I never, I never had it, but I remember. Why would I would you, love that as a kid. Like, why would you want to eat something that's making you think about boogers? Like it was when I was trying when I was some kids eat boogers. Yeah, Yeah, I ate my own boogers too. I still still ate my own boogers, but that doesn't mean I want to eat candies. Because I remember I was picking my nose and eating it one day in the car and I was like four. And he's like, What are you doing? That's disgusting. And I was like, Oh. No one ever told me it was gross. (laughs) I didn't know you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, and then I just stopped doing it. I had some really judgmental neighbors when I was a kid who would like get mad at me that and I'm just a kid, but they were like mad at me for picking my nose like I was like a 25 year old adult or something like that. Like we're talking about 40 year old neighbors and they're talking to a five year old like you know, you know oh that's like like no uh, no fin- like you know when you talk to a kid and you have to tell them something's not okay. You don't be like, hey you stupid idiot like don't uh, well maybe you don't. You, you know <laughs> yeah I did obnoxious neighbors. Anyway, maybe I'll try and get past the intro to the fucking movie. <laughs> so the Garbage Pail Kids were a parody of the Cabbage Patch Kids. Uh, and yeah, it was all like all about gross out stuff. Uh, again, I actually do recommend everyone do a this is disgusting. Google by image way. search of some of the old cards. And it was just gross out, like kid humor sort of thing. So they just, but they were mostly just playing cards. I'm sure they made other merchandising, but playing most, cards, I say. Trade, trade, I actually yeah, yeah. cards are not playing <laughs> Look cards. Look at this one. Armpit Brit, and she's just yeah, like a, she's got she's her arms gross, in the air, man. and it looks it's like it looks gross. like worms are coming out of her armpit. It's the most disgusting thing ever. So for the most part, I think they were just trading cards. They may have made some other merchandising, but their big thing was trading cards. It wasn't like a they weren't known for being a comic book, though I'm sure they probably capitalized on that. There, there's a guy named Jack Splat, and all he does is he eats paint and then pukes <laughs> it, and he pukes it onto a painting to, awesome. to make his paintings. <laughs> so you, just, they, you just see him standing on top of a painting, puking on the floor and stomping all over the paint. <laughs> so back in, awesome. in the popularity of like 80s uh, rubber puppet monster or animatronics style movies, they decided to make a Garbage Pail Kids movie, which is such a bizarre thing to make a movie out of because it's not based on a comic or any story. They're just random pictures of weird kids doing gross stuff. And they decided to make a movie out of this, and it turned out 
to be the most bizarrely horrible, terrible, terrible movie. Oh, that's just nauseating to watch. This is, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep reacting because I'm looking through the Google search. You have Juicy Jess and she just has pimples all over her face and she's squeezing them out onto her toothbrush like this white goo. And like, yeah, it looks disgusting. Yeah, and it's, oh my gosh, this is, this is horrifying. So naturally. This is more horrifying than the movie we watched than this movie last night. These are horrible. So naturally, this movie did not turn out well. It has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes and is widely regarded as, as one of and a real contender for the worst movie ever made. I, and it's very understandable because it is it's terrible. It almost has no story and it's not, the whole movie is just fucking nauseating. I definitely wouldn't categorize it as the worst movie ever made. Like I don't even think it's close. I think I think compared I, to I think it is I do love the movie com- compared to a movie like Little Man yeah or, like or White cool, Chicks cool any world. of those way- yeah Cool but World but if you look at those oh. no, not Cool World but Little Man <laughs> as as much as that movie is just complete shit at least on it like a technical level like it tells a story like it has a structure of a story that it follows like on a technical level you can probably grade Little that man. movie <laughs> as a pass like. Oh. Yeah, when we watched Little Man, that was so bad. Within ten minutes, I think. I I, I met somebody who watched that movie intentionally. It was (laughs) I didn't even know what to do. That was so bad. Anyway, yeah. Uh, So before I dive into the the truly terrible aspects of this movie, I want to talk about some of the great things. And this movie has what the (laughs) this movie (laughs) has some of the absolute greatest '80s bullies. Yes. Slash street toughs, whatever yes. you want to call them, because they're not really bullies, I guess. They're just lawbreakers. Yeah, kind we of don't know. Well, what happens in the, what happens in? We the don't movie, know if they're really. in high school or if they're like in their early like with, 20s. with the bullies. Like, or? what's the synopsis of this movie? Really, is like I so. Don't even... What ha- the basic plot of the movie is this kid who works in an antique shop owned by a creepy old, maybe pedophile, maybe just throwing that out there. They don't say that. But... Stephen Colbert. Uh, not the not the pedophile part. Okay. Just he just kind of looks like him. <laughs> I didn't get that, but <laughs> and this antique shop owner dude has this magical garbage pail that was a spaceship. I think they 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 blast over it's that a spaceship. part of the movie. They they, yeah. they they skim over that really quick. Um, and that if it gets opened, that these these magical creatures called the garbage pail kids will get released. And he's trying to stop this from happening. He doesn't do a very good job though, because he just puts it up on like a rickety shelf. It's already the weirdest thing ever because he <laughs> he keeps ta- he keeps talking about how the, this garbage pail is the only place that the garbage pail kids will be safe. Like you got to stay in your garbage yeah, pail because the normies won't accept you. That's, yeah, that's what they keep saying. It, but 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 then the garbage pail, like, there's not even a latch or there's not even a latch on it or a lock or anything on wow. it. Like he just puts, I think he puts the equivalent of a round ball on top of it to yes. keep them. And they're knocking. They're he puts like an old school, old school divers mask. helmets. Yeah, yeah, but and the bottom like of the it is is, is is like perfectly circular. Yes. The bottom half of it, so it would easily like even just the slightest like touch does, would probably it, make it just roll. It off. does tip off, and then he grabs it. And he's like, oh no, I got to put this somewhere safe. And then he puts it up on like the ricketyest, yeah. flimsy shelf. <laughs> Like, that's clearly going to fall just as easy with no weight on top of it. So I don't know what that diver's helmet was even doing. Oh, Braden's going to the bathroom. Pat, you want to jump on his mic and uh, <laughs> get the for garbage pail kids here? <laughs> so the garbage pail kids get released, and they can't get back into the pail without some kind of magical spell that the antique shop owner is working on. And during that time, our protagonist, who's a young kid uh, named Dodger, which is a great name. Um, yeah, Dodger's a cool name. Cool name, very cool name. 
Because uh, he's always dodging the bullies. Yes. Oh, it's just a good it's name. a metaphor. He somewhat bef- befriends them. He's in the shop when the... When, or no, he isn't in the shop. They come and say... This is a really long sewer. plot synopsis. <laughs> the <laughs> Garbage Pail Kids. So the Garbage Pail Kids... <laughs> garbage Pail Kids befriend this regular kid, and they help him make clothes and put on a fashion show for this girl that he's trying to woo over that's a huge... His concert. crush. Yes. yes, and she's a huge bitch to him the whole fucking movie. Yeah, she, the, that's she, basically what the movie is about. Yeah, that's the, the kid, the garbage pail kids making clothes for a fashion show. Yeah, so the the chick finds out this this uh, jerk crush uh, finds out that Dodger that that yeah that Dodger <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that he finds out that Dodger Dodger can somehow make some clothes. So she's like, oh. Uh, you know, I kind of well, like. He comes in wearing like a cool jacket. That's the most uncool jacket. It's you've really ever disgusting. Seen. Yeah, it's, it's, really it's weird horrible. It kind of like, looks like a weird, like that like a royal oh jacket with like gold like tassels. Yeah, on it it's like stuff. something Michael Jackson would have worn in the. Late yeah, days. yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, so she enlists him. She's like, oh, I didn't know you could make those. Uh, maybe I kind of have a crush on you too. Why don't you make me a few dozen more outfits and I'll sell them and uh, give them to my jerk boy, give the money to my jerk boyfriend. And uh, yeah. that sounds pretty good. And we can put on a fashion show. Well, what happens at the fashion show? Well, nothing. What are the stakes? There are no stakes. Uh, I'm just putting yeah. it on for fun. Like nothing good so will happen already, if it's good and nothing bad will happen if it's bad. The main plot of the movie <laughs> is immediately tripped over itself and fallen face There's first. no punch at all because you yeah. don't care what happens at the fashion when you show. Look at, <laughs> when you look at these these pictures of the Garbage Pail Kids trading cards, it's like these fun, gross-out sort of thing. And whether you're into it or not, fun is debatable, I guess. Whatever. You can see the tone that they're going for is fun, gross-out stuff. But then in the movie, they're making clothes for a fashion show. Yeah, so... Who came up with that? <laughs> it's the stupidest plot you could have given the Garbage Pail Kids. And she, doesn't Tangerine come up with the idea? The, the, the crush, yeah. Yeah, Tangerine. she comes up with the idea, but it's like it dawns on her. She's like, I'll do a fashion show. But it's like, like and, you said, okay, and, why? Yeah, yeah, and then she's <laughs> like, this fashion show is my ticket out of this city. And I was like, or, she, or she's like, I'm going to sell my clothes and get my way out of this city. And I remember being like... But you, but all your boyfriend's taking all your money. What do you mean? Like, and he's a <laughs> jerk. Like he's probably just spending it on cocaine so we should, or something. So we should say her boyfriend is one of these great, one of these great eighties bullies yeah. that yeah. I was talking about. Juice. So yeah, this movie yeah. has fucking what a great name. Awesome, awesome eighties bullies. Like our intro to them is our main protagonist, Dodger. Uh, he's getting. They 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 come up to him. They take his money. Like one of them, one of the bullies holds him upside down while the other takes out his wallet, takes his money, and then the bully holding him throws him into a pile of mud, like a dirty puddle. Like it looks, yeah. it looks exactly like the type of puddle you'd see on a construction site where yeah. all the construction workers just piss like into it, yeah. like and, <laughs> and, uh, and these bullies, it should be stated, it's not like a sort of thing where they're in high school and these are kids that are a couple years older and they're just tougher and mean. These bullies are clearly like at least 20, 20, 25, somewhere in that range. They're twice as tall as he is. And the kid, the protagonist Dodger, has got to be 12. I bet, yeah. And so these 25-year-olds are beating up this (laughs) 12-year-old for like what, how much money could he possibly have? Yeah, they're they're running after him at the beginning for like, for for a good 10 minutes. And I was was thinking, (laughs) how much is the quarter that this kid has in his wallet worth to you? Like, why don't you guys... Why don't you guys just it's recycle some bottles or something? It's like not it? what being well, an '80s bully is about. No, it doesn't it's 
not. You have to make Because he keeps beating up Dodger and he keeps calling him creep the whole movie. Hey, yeah. creep. Yeah. Yeah, why does he keep calling him I a don't... creep? It's like, it was so, kind of yeah, bizarre. Another thing that I that I loved about this movie. Your move, creep. It's, it's only really three of them, but we have great names in this movie. The main kid's yeah. named Dodger. That's a cool name for your main yeah. protagonist. I don't, even know, I don't good... even know what his full name was. I just think of Dodger. The, the, the huge bitch chick that he's crushing on, his name's Tangerine. Juice, the 80s bully. <laughs> what a great name for an 80s bully. Yeah. Juice. Yeah, and then they you had this. You want to mess around with Juice, he'll get you. It's great. And then he had his two so sidekicks. Awesome. He had this, like, his, he had this uh, chick bully sidekick and this dude bully sidekick and the chick was mega hot she's like uh, yeah. she's supposed to be like this super strong like almost well, Amazonian kind Futurama of, kind of thing kind of I don't want to say butch but she kind of has a, a, Kinda, yeah. a tougher looking quality yeah it, well and they're, they're, there's a scene where they're trying to turn a valve or something and, and Juice can't do it and the other guy can't do yeah. it so, so then she comes in with like I don't know her man hands or something well that's and, a valve so mm-hmm. to, to, to really spell out how rough these 80s bullies are they, they take the kid throw him into the sewer and then they like, Head first, by the way, down the manhole so he can just break his neck on the (laughs) way down. And then they go down there and there's all these valves... on, on these pipes they put the kid under the pipe and they turn it's like the city zoo valve I think yeah. and then all this sewage just dumps all over the kid so it's, it's like, so gross it's like yeah. shit and it looks really <laughs> gross like too oh yeah like these are rough rough bullies <laughs> like they beat the crap out of him throw him down yeah you could probably break his bones you probably already got a couple cuts and bruises and then you're throwing sewage into that like, he's gonna get a fucking disease yeah, <laughs> yeah he's gonna get that some dysentery some, or something on some, Harsh, harsh, harsh uh, bullies, but I love it. They're the, they have such a classic '80s bully look it's to them. Great. They're wearing the shades, fingerless gloves, fingerless gloves, like this obnoxiously large jacket over top of his like black tank top. Yeah, it's great. Awesome, 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 awesome '80s bullies. Just juice that name. It's the perfect '80s bully name. It's great. They don't name his other buddy, the guy who's wearing he like the has Bennett a name. chainmail. It's not as I, I think they say it like once. I actually I looked it up after uh, we watched the movie, rewatched the movie last night. His name's like Wally or something like that. Not a cool name. It's all about juice, Dodger, and Tangerine. Those are cool fucking names. Um, so anyway, we get to the big reveal of of the garbage pail kids because they go into the sewer. And, and pick up the kid because right, the kid's like unconscious covered in sewage yeah he just has sewage sewer. pouring onto him I don't know how he even got unconscious he just kind of did I don't know because yeah. he wasn't unconscious Do- doesn't matter but... doesn't matter so the garbage pail kids somehow they know this and they go into the sewer they bring him back into the antique shop clean him up and that's when we get to meet we and the protagonist Dodger get to meet the garbage pail kids the star of the movie and they are the most unintentionally horrific horribly creepy looking things you've ever seen in your They're also life. intentionally <laughs> horrific but also unintentionally yes, horrific. Yes, it's like they, it's, they were going for the gross out thing obviously because it's the garbage pill because that's what they were known for. Yeah, you got, you but got that's not what makes them horrific to me. What makes them terrific is this this awful awful uncanny valley robotic puppetry effect that's on their face. Like all of their eyes are like wide open. Their eyelids are kind of crusty and weird looking. Yeah. And their mouths are always slightly like open. They're very off-putting. They're very off-putting. And so you have these... These garbage pail kids are probably three feet tall. Probably like most of them are like just a bit yeah, taller maybe than maybe four, a mid- maybe four midget. feet. Yeah, maybe four feet. But their heads most. are far bigger than a human's head. Yeah, they made them. It's, <laughs> it's like they tried yeah. to make them as close to the the trading cards as they could, but that didn't really make for a good real life equivalent or live action it's, equivalent. It's horrifying. So let's in, let's introduce our 
our garbage pail kids, or at least uh, kind of the relevant ones. So, well, there's only actually like six of them or so. Um, so we got Al, the main one, the, the least creepy looking out of all of them. The is most the alligator. Alligator. And he's, and he's just an alligator. He's basically just an alligator. There's nothing it's about it. The only him. non-human one. It's yeah. really weird. And and the great thing about alligator is he's always trying to eat people's this. toes. He's obsessed with eating toes. He, he walks into the to this biker bar at one point and he's and he's going down the aisle and and he's looking at like chicks and he's like ah too skinny uh, too yeah. <laughs> too whatever and he's like oh Just this lady's right. got the right toes <laughs> but it's yeah. like a dude and he he tries to bite this biker guy's toes. Remember that one line he says to Dodger where he he's like don't let us down and he kind of walks oh, up oh, to him and right, he's right. like or. Let's just say I wouldn't want to be your toe. Yeah. <laughs> he had a great deep voice for it. Yeah. It, it Anytime def- he talked about toes, I just like cracked up every time. Like it seems like he's hungry for toes, like a vampire is hungry for blood. Yeah. But it also seems like he has a fetish for toes. Yeah. Like in like yeah. feet, the way that the way that he talks about it. So he's he's the least off putting of all of them because he just looks like a crappy puppet alligator. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, and then we have was it Valerie vomit? I should mm-hmm. bring up a list. Yeah, she was lame. Sure. So yeah, so, she didn't vomit till the end of the movie. Yeah, Valerie Valerie vomit, and they're all like she's basically just a black chick. That's uh, but that's again, a, with this just <laughs> and later super, on she kind of vomits. Super horrible, off-putting, uncanny valley effect on her face. We well, have yeah. this giant rubbery head. Yes, and, and it has that horrible play-doh almost look it's to a it. Very, that's, it's a very like cheap rubber look to it. Yeah, it's a cheap... It looks like clay, though, almost. Like, like it looks like a malleable clay. Like I, I don't know how to describe yeah. it. But, um, so she has this giant head with these giant, these giant lips and then all around, I think a lot of them have this effect, where all around their mouth, where, like, say, someone's mustache or their beard mm-hmm. would be, is all, like, really faded white for some reason. So yeah, it looks it's like the same with their been, eyelids, too. It looks like they've been stuffing their face in, like, cocaine or, like, they've been, you know, or that they got a big sunburn on their face <laughs> and they just peeled off a bunch of skin so like there's this weird faded part in the middle of their face yeah. that just it just looks horrible with these dried out awful gross rubbery lips that are they're horribly disgusting can I can I see that Pat? Uh, so yeah her name is Valerie Vomit her mm-hmm. old thing obviously she pukes but she only pukes once in the movie she yeah, coughs the up a, they're playing cards at one point and she coughs up a card that doesn't really, that's not really vomit yeah I thought that was more of a joke as her she's like cheating like yeah, but she kind of pukes it up. But it's not like it's covered in puke. She just kind of coughs up a card. That well, Valerie that, that vomits. That's not yeah. vomit. There's not, there's not much to say about no. her. She vomits at the end of the movie. What there is a lot to say about is the nerd. Nerd Nat. Nat Nerd. Nat, Nat Nerd, which nerds. is the weirdest name immediately. Yeah, what's Nat? Like you couldn't come I've up with a better name than like Nat. Nathaniel. How about I, I've only heard Nathan Nat. Nerd. I've only heard Nat short for Natalie. I've never heard it short oh, for yeah. Nathan. Well, then, okay, so you know, you know why Nat. So you know why no. it is is Nate. because Nate. there's a garbage. Yeah, exactly. There's a garbage pail card called Nat. Nerd, called probably. Nat, and it's a girl. Oh. So for, oh, for, yeah, so for that Natalie, makes so, they, sense. so they made a boy version of her, and he's got so his whole face is just covered in pimples. He looks like uh, really gross. Who's that kid in pimples. Family Guy? Like you know the, the 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 nerdy kid, like the AV kid, who's like a ginger. Uh, I don't remember. He looks what just like him, right? A long time since I've watched it. Um, uh, Mort's son, or I don't, I don't know. I don't no, care. No. Yeah. So and 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 Nat Nerd's special thing is uh, not that he has a bunch of pimples on his face, even though you see that he has a bunch of pimples on his face. It's not mm. that he uh, is really smart because he's a nerd. Mm-hmm. It's that he just pisses his pants all the time. All Very random. The time. Like yeah. he'll be kind of nervous about something. <laughs> they'll 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 
Or they'll be laughing yeah. and he cut, They'll himself. cut down to like his legs and it'll show a, a pool just, of piss forming. Just piss. Like running down his leg. But then some, like sometimes, like I think the first few times you can see it running down his leg out of his pant leg. <laughs> but then every now and then it's like they got lazy yeah. and then you see it, it's coming from clearly outside of his pants as, yeah, if, his, as if his dick is hanging out. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's specifically, there's this one shot where he's sitting on a stool mm-hmm. and and. And where the stream of pee is coming from, because it's because because it does a, a close up shot on his legs, right? Yeah. So you can, so you see, can his see his open crotch. You can see his open pant legs. Yeah. So you, exactly where you would expect the pee to come down, but instead the pee is coming down from directly from the middle of yeah. the stool. So like as if there was a hole cut in the stool, and his and his weird garbage pail kid penis <laughs> is is just like yeah. hanging down the bottom and just peeing in the middle. It's like a stream of pee. It's not like it's dripping through the pants. yeah or like coming yeah. down the pants. Yeah, it just looks like a hose. Like if you were playing a dumb trick as a kid and yeah. using a water bottle to pretend you were peeing when someone, you it's know, like he's got a hole cut in his in his pants or something. And, and just sticks his little wiener through it. That's pretty much all he does throughout the whole movie yeah. too. And, <laughs> and he it just pisses yeah. himself. Yeah, you know, it's funny. And makes clothes. When I, I was in uh, when I was in grade four, um, the like this this scene reminded me of that because you guys were like, oh yeah, it's like his dick's hanging out of his pants, and I was like. Oh, this awful this memory. Yeah, this reminds like, me of when I was in grade four. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had, thought of for 20 years. I'm like, I saw oh. this man. <laughs> so, no, I was, um, I had just been introduced to boxer shorts that year. Um, you, do you guys remember how it felt the first time you it was? It was horrible. On? Like, I just, I remember like, put it on it and, really. like, my you're, ball sag, and I was like, "This is it. amazing." Everything is no. It was awful. I hated it. I was like, "Everything is too loose but, now." Yeah. Like I, nothing's nothing's holding me together. It took me quite a long time to get used to. Uh, I don't so, have any real memory. Now, now I wear, uh, you know, some of that nice silk tight uh, me undies. Me undies women, and stuff. Women's thong me undies. Yes. Yeah. Women's. Yeah. So you got the uh, you got the bo- the boxer par- portion of it, but it's nice and tight and holds everything go. together. So. Boxer briefs is what you're thinking. No, but boxer briefs aren't they still kind of cut off, or is that just briefs? Briefs is like like whitey tidy. Like that's what that's what a brief is. A boxer oh. brief is like it goes down your leg a bit. Yeah, but it's still tight. Yeah, still tight. Holds. Uh, anyway, holds back your so I'm wearing my Mickey Mouse together. boxers, and you know sometimes we got loose boxers. Like some, just the way you sit. Sometimes your your wiener, your balls can kind of just poke out. Yeah, yeah, come out of the little. Yeah, I don't know why they put like a button and a flap in the middle. Like who is who is <laughs> like yeah like but but most boxers have a little spot and it's for you low. to pull your dick out, and yeah. it's like like just pull your. I want to know yeah. what type of psychopath is leaving the button up on the top of their jeans. Zipping down the zipper and then wiggling out Nobody the wiener out of that. that little slit and taking a whiz and then no one it does back. that. Who it's is, so weird. What a creep! Who, if you're doing this right now, I mean, we've gotten into lots Sorry, of. If you're using the whole on your so, face. so 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 well, so sure you're incriminating the yourself. Button yeah. of your <laughs> jeans done up, and you know, leave it. Leave the top button. Unzip the zipper for yeah. the jeans, and then somehow get your wiener out of there. I do this like. What? Ty- I don't know. <laughs> what a freak! You've been ripping on me for sitting down while I pee for years, and you've been I doing this type of psychopath thing this whole time. Are you kidding me? Well, what makes it crazy? Explain this. Sticking to me. your wiener through Sticking the your, zipper. You're man. like you're That's... like wiggling your wiener out this hole yeah, see, with a button. Yeah, because I've heard this before. Because <laughs> I I've I've never had the unfortunate cliche thing of getting your dick caught in your zippers. Never happened to me once. It's never I've never clipped myself in any regard. There. Yeah, I've never done that either because I don't leave my button zipped up. I just you know. But I'm just saying, I just I, I'm pants. just saying I do that and I haven't had this. I have never been clipped by the zipper before. You just have what to you do, do it right. You, you just keep, you keep you keep oh. your finger through the through the the jeans through the zipper. Through the the underwear hole, keep it keep it hooked. 
keep keep your finger there hooked on it. Do your business. Do your business with you know peeing on your wiener and whatnot. And then peel over your hands in the meantime. And then you just and then when you're done, you no because your hands you, you haven't started your hands behind yet. the dick hole, you idiot. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and then you, and then you just keep your hand hooked, hooked on the underwear and your pants, pull it forward and kind of pull your dick backwards, and it slips right in through both. <laughs> yeah. The, Why does, is it, does that, this guy not sound like John Wayne Gacy Jr. right now? Like uh-huh. you sound like a Look, complete I'm not denying, psychopath. I'm not den- I have never once denied that I might be some kind of sociopath. So. <laughs> 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 I've had people say this to me. I believe someone said that in one of our iTunes reviews. It's <laughs> t- t- fairly accurate. This is, this is how you do it right. You undo the button at the top. You undo the jeans. You pull down your pants and your underwear all the way down to your ankles. You put your hands on your hips and lean your wiener forward into the urinal and you just whiz away. Look, so I know there's a, I know a, a, a decent number of people listening to our show that I know and not a lot of them kind of comment on our Facebook stuff and that doesn't bother me. I don't really care. That's not why I do the show. I yeah, really we don't want you. Get that. out of here. But I really want everyone, please everyone listening to this right now, comment on how much of a fucking loser Muller is for sitting down to pee. <laughs> Please, it's great, please, dude, please, please. Like, I know you're all very silent, and I, I get it. Like, I, I never do a lot of social media interacting with, with stuff that I like. Uh, please, everyone, leave a comment about how much of a fucking loser he is. Cause Let, let's, no, it's awesome. You can go on your phone while you're doing. Actually, I ran into, Brandon, I ran into your brother in the Earl's bathroom a while back, and he was standing up at the urinal talking, like, on his phone, texting. You could and stuff, drop and it in the like, urinal, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you could drop that in the urinal, man. I don't understand why you want to be on the phone while pissing. Pissing takes, like, what, 10 to 20 seconds, yeah. unless it's a real hard piss, whatever. A minute tops pissing. That's how long it, sh- long it would take. A minute being on the higher if, end. If, Very you, high, yeah. if you hate your life... Why do you and, and need to sit down? Why do, you, why do you need to be on your cell phone while pissing? If, if you're tr- I understand while insane. shitting. While shitting, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. You, you might be there for five minutes, you know, if things go... Five <laughs> minutes? Dude, I, I yeah. take like 20-minute really? dumps. Yeah, it's going to take was like, about to say, more like about 25 I was about to say five minutes or longer if you're having a bad day or whatever. Like <laughs> Every day is a but bad there's, day. But there's, there's a, decent, a decent amount of time. It takes like 30 seconds on average to piss. Like, what do you, you need to be on your phone in that time? Listen, if... And then you end up taking for fucking ever to take... We'll be like out to go somewhere. And like, I just got to take a piss. And then like seven minutes later, we're out the door because you had to take a piss. Listen, Muller time, we got to stay on schedule here, okay? How am I going to keep Muller time moving along if I'm just yeah. taking 30-second pisses here? And see, you, you always do this thing, because I know you're about to, arguing, sitting down to pee. <laughs> and you argue all these techniques, like, well, it's cleaner, you don't get driblets on the floor, there's no driblets in your pants, whatever. Yeah, I, that's, I, that's, I, I will never argue the efficiency of it. That's not what, not what it's about. I just think of, when you're sitting down to pee, I just think of a toddler on the toilet, like, dee-hee, time, <laughs> like... You're a fucking adult. Stand up to pee. All the women listening, if they could, they would totally stand up to pee. They don't want to. They just have to because of the logistics yeah, of it. If I can tell you about anything about women is that they're the laziest people I know. They definitely want to sit down. <laughs> they definitely want to sit Uh-oh. down and pee. At the Muller household, we, got a, we have a family of sitters here. And our maid... I don't doubt it. You know, <laughs> I, 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 the claims this is the cleanest. Ar- I said, she goes, everywhere go I go, on- there's baked on piss all around the toilet. All these guys who say that they don't miss, they're missing everywhere. They're pissing everywhere. What are we, a caveman Not- that we're just peeing all over the places yeah, that we live? Yeah, that's cool. Oh, it ricochets you're out of the water. Your, you're displaying- yeah, rick- it ricochets you're out of dis- the water, too. You're displaying your dominance to the world by, <laughs> by pissing <laughs> where you live. Like, what are you just, are you just, do you just piss in yeah. your bed, too, and roll See, around? Oh, I'm a man. Oh, this is what I, this is what I just said. You're going to come in with all these these, these technical arguments. 
arguments and these claims. These technical arguments that I don't want to roll around in my own yeah. piss no, are real technical. Like, oh, it's better because it's more efficient, this blah, 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 blah. That's not what it's about. It's like trying to argue that something is cool or is uncool. Something something that's cool or uncool, it just is. Well, I mean, I, I don't know where yeah. you're getting you this efficiency argument because I already... Fucking <laughs> for sitting I already agreed that it takes probably 10 times as long, so I don't know where this efficiency argument is coming. No, it's but just I mean, in, in terms In terms of like cleanliness, all this, you can be on your phone for seven minutes while everyone's waiting for you. Great. <laughs> yeah, it should awesome. take you 30 seconds to piss, but now it's taking seven minutes because you're sitting there on your fucking well, phone. Well, like, like I was saying when I ran into your brother, Braden, it's like he was just sitting there on his phone at the urinal standing up, so apparently out. it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I, that, that, that's weird too. I don't understand. I've, I don't, don't ever bust up my phone when I'm going to take a piss. I have to. If I'm going to be peeing standing up, like I'm afraid some guy's going to look at my wiener. I got to go and look at waterfalls and pictures of that on my phone, you know, so I don't get that shy bladder, you know? Anyway, we got, we're still not even through all the fucking cabot. Well, this is, this, I think this is a far better conversation than uh, the garbage pail, (laughs) the Sour Patch Kids movie. So everyone, (laughs) please, I know everyone doesn't like commenting, but she's somewhere on, on, on our iTunes page, whatever, Facebook page, on the episode post, please, Tell him how much of a fucking loser he is for well, saying well, to pee. And, and make sure that you talk, tell Andy what a loser he is for uh, making the maid's job harder and keeping piss all over the place. Yeah, that's why she won't come because she's got too much piss everywhere. She's like, I'm out of here. I'm not going Dude, to. My bathroom to is Andy's. like is like two foot by two foot. I don't need a maid <laughs> to come in. It doesn't take very long. <laughs> well, you know. Anyway, back to the back the to way the she goes. Back to the story. Kids. I was still telling the a story. story about me peeing. Oh, yeah. So I'm sitting there in my grade four class with my boxers, <laughs> and I had this pair of sweats that was there on the way out. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why. I always had a hole develop either in the knees, which is you know your kid or you're running around, or the crotch though. The crotch would just not in the butt. Always get a hole. Not in the butthole so area. That's where happened. my hole always developed. In my, <laughs> so this, my I, got, I had this bit of a hole that was opening up, and I was like, "Oh, I got to be careful how I sit." Kind of. So I remember just kind of uh, positioning myself strategically on my chair, and then just you know taking my notes, doing my schoolwork, and then I remember just looking down at one point, and my wiener was just popped out of my <laughs> sweatpants. I was just sitting there in my classroom, and I was like, just like the the little the head of my little dick was just sitting there. And I was like. <laughs> Holy cow! It's like, I hope no one saw my penis. <laughs> yeah, and was... another thing about peeing while you're sitting down <laughs> is you're gonna get piss all. You're gonna get piss Keep triplets. Keep incriminating yourself. You're, you're gonna get piss triplets all over your pants. Like you're gonna be. You're gonna get you done there. You're gonna put it in, and you're no, gonna you pee totally dripping just, all the way just down. Just take the time to shake out as much. You might get a drop here, and that's what underwear is basically for. The only way that. that I can stop that from happening is basically jumping in da- up and down for a full sixty seconds. Rather than seven yeah. minutes. No, you just you can like squeeze it out and uh, use some toilet paper to dab it. And you can do get that while standing. Dry. I don't know. What Where are you getting the toilet paper? There's no toilet paper by the urinal. By the bathroom. You have to like walk. You have to like walk into the stall, grab some toilet paper, then walk out, go to the urinal, take a whiz, and then where are you gonna put that toilet paper? Just gonna fill up the urinal with toilet paper? There's usually a garbage bin in, in most. You putting places. piss in the garbage can? Either, either way, like but you have to put that in the it, compost. You make it sound like a, like a full liter of piss is, is dripping down your pants. It's, I get a lot of piss, man. I got a big dick. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I, know, I, get, I get I get pissed you both. Big inverted dick. Yeah, big, big yeah. inverted dick. Is that Dwight? <laughs> On command, I can invert my penis up into my. Yeah. Anyway, back to the garbage pail, kids. Are you done your 
penis hanging uh, I'm done my penis story. <laughs> penis story. <laughs> Where that came from, though? Well, done the first, uh, first iteration of the penis should story. We, uh, should we maybe do uh, make some money here? Is we're already at a... Got to get paid. Yeah, I guess so. Keep on going Gotta here. Make we'll finish those introductions. somehow. Yeah, what diarrhea um, device do we have this? No, we... I, we have some gracious sponsors who, who want to pay us to, to shock, shill their, shill their products to uh, all of our fans. So don't rip on that. Um, this episode is brought to you by the Glade Guano Freshener. Guano? Have you so ever... Bat, bat shit specifically? <laughs> Guantanamo? It's just uh, it's a alliteration, I think, is what they're going for. Oh. Have you ever been to the bathroom? Uh, you got a busy bathroom. Maybe you're at the office and... Uh, you know, people might know that you were in there. Uh, you're taking a huge d- giant dump, uh, and uh, you get out of the bathroom, and, and what do you know? Your uh, your crush is right there after you walking walking into the bathroom, right? And she's gonna smell all your poo, and she's gonna know that you took a big dump. Like it's how embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Has this ever happened to you? Yes. My yeah. poop smelling bad? <laughs> Once I've twice. definitely had it happen to me. <laughs> well, a, f- a few times. Well, with the Glade Guano Freshener, you just put that freshener in, and it masks the smell of your poop with uh, the smell of uh, guano. So bat poop. Yeah, with, with Did you know uh, with that poop. guano meant that when so, you were so, so, <laughs> Did so, the company know that? <laughs> so so when, uh, when your crush walks in, she won't know whether that was you that left it because the bathroom always or smells that way. Or if there's a way. horrible bat invest- infestation problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's just, it, I think it just smells like regular poop, but she's not going to know whether it's yours or no. whoever's, so you're, you're safe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, awesome. you, you, your your reputation is uh, protected, so we can cover up the smell. Fixing of your... the problem of bad poop smell with a different bad. Poop yeah, yeah. Smell. It's uh, it's like uh, <laughs> it's like that episode of The Office where Michael tells that rumor, and then he has to spread all the false rumors, yeah, so no one up. knows which <laughs> one's the true <laughs> rumor. It's it's the same thing with the Glade Guano Freshener. You never know whose poo it is because it always smells Thank you, like Glade. that. Thank you, Glade. I was at a Starbucks uh, quite a few years ago, and I was taking a piss. And I'm always like a good customer and a good a good. What does that citizen, mean? Does that mean that you citizen. pay them and <laughs> for the service always, that they offer you? Just cut me off, Muller. Don't let me explain <laughs> what I'm going to say. Hey, you're cutting and, me while I was cutting you off. And uh, every time I take a piss and I get it on the seat, I usually wipe it. And I was like, I'm, I, was I was kind of first, in a, I was in a kind of a hurry. And I, I took a piss, and I got pissed all over the seat. And this I was is our like, grossest episode yet. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? What are the odds? Because there's always a lineup at this Starbucks to get in the bathroom. It's a busy one. And I was like, what are the odds I'm going to know the person that's walking in here now? <laughs> Whatever. So, you know, I, the stakes I, I don't, don't bother do it. And I, I wash my hands, and I walk out. And this really hot chick I went to high school with is right there. She's like, hey, Brayden. And like she starts walking in the bathroom. And I was like... Hey, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn. Is there it. only one toilet? Like, there's no urinal? Just the one. There's, there's no just other the excuse one. for why you might have been nope. in there? No, just the one toilet. And I, I like, have oh. walked in after people and knowing that they pissed on the toilet before me. And yeah, it makes you think a lot less of them yeah. afterwards. You're like, um, I don't need to ever talk to that I'm person again. Pee though. wherever you are from now on. <laughs> just <laughs> pee all over this. Well, I mean, if you're Andy, uh, you yeah. don't have to be embarrassed about peeing in the toilet seat because <laughs> you're just going to pee all over the entire bathroom. He's going to pee yeah. in the sink, just pee in the corner. Or into cool. the trash can. Marking my territory. Let <laughs> people know. Did I ever tell you a story when I tried to I tried to pee while my brother was taking a poo in the toilet when we were kids? I don't know, but let's hear it. So we were like was three. Was he on his cell phone? And he was, no, we were like three. And he was, taking, he was taking a dump. But I was like, Brock, I really got to pee. And he's like, 
no, and I was like, no, if you just if you just move over a little bit, <laughs> give me like a, a little bit of room, and then I, I can horrific. pee directly into that that little bit of space you give me. So he kind of scoots over the toilet, and then I walk right up to it. So how, how old roughly? We're like three. <laughs> three. Okay. And then I go to pee in that little crack because I got great aim, and I just ended up pissing all over his leg. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> these are these are the types of stories that just stick with you as some of the funniest things. Yeah. And um, the the story that I have is uh, is is so my a friend of mine his his brother was just known for sleepwalking everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, so we have two very distinct sleepwalking stories. Uh, one where uh, you wake up in the middle of the night and you look over to see your brother. He's standing, he walks over to the closet, opens it, and <laughs> just starts yeah. peeing right into the closet. <laughs> like just, and there's something really funny about the, the picture of it just being dark out at night and just opening your eyes to that. And then, uh, and then the other one is uh, the exact same story, but into the garbage can <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> and to me, something funny about oh, that. better than the closet. Yeah, that, 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 that foot flipping mechanism and, and you're asleep, you open up the foot flipping I almost did that once. And, and do that while you were asleep? Uh, no, I was I was just groggy and I got up and I went to the, go pee and I kicked the thing open and like had huh. my wiener out and I was like whoa <laughs> and I almost let it rip it in the garbage. That, like something about you as it like it would be it would make a lot more sense if the toilet had that type of flipping mechanism with your foot. Yeah. It's, it's not even the same at all. <laughs> no, like why would you? Why would a, you? Why hasn't that happened yet? How has no one made that? Oh yeah, that like yeah, women are always complaining about that. Yeah, I bet you someone's made it. Maybe next week that'll be our that's sponsor. Good, uh, I've seen the opposite where you try to where the woman tries to put the seat down, but it has this, like a spring mechanism where the seat just goes back. <laughs> it just springs back really? up yeah. so they can't. Oh man, I would be so mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to install that. I would hate that so much. So anyway, speaking of piss, let's get back to garbage. <laughs> oh man, I had a few more pee sleepwalking and peeing I'm, stories. Uh, continue. There'll on. be more opportunities. I'm sure there'll be more opportunities. <laughs> so this kid always pisses his pants. Nerd. Yes, nat. not nerd. He's, he's nat. Disgustingly, nerd. pimply, always pisses his pants. That's all. Oh, that's, that's a superpower. Is that's that he it. just? Oh, that's not really superpowers. Uh, <laughs> so then we have the guy who farts a lot. So his name's Windy Winston. He seemed to be kind of a different type of leader too. Like he would always, like he started the bar fight. Like he jumps up on the bar, oh, he's punching guys in the face. Yeah, he's punching guys in the face. Like yeah. they didn't do a good job of establishing like a leader among them. Yeah, like, you look at the Ninja Turtles, and you have these distinct personalities that are supposed. Well, to... Well, they all look alike, so I don't know. They all look alike, but they have Here's different the colors. Leader. But Leonardo was always the kind of see the leader. green one. They're, they're turtles. They're all green. He's the blue one. They have co- <laughs> none of them have green masks. You no, won't put green they over green. They have bandanas, green. man. That's their colors. There's no green one. No green one. Their skin's green. Oh. <laughs> thought there was a you're a loser. Thought there was a green one. Um, oh, we got we got one garbage pail kid here called Abandoned Andy, and it's this just is one, this is it's one of just the a kid on a deserted island who's stuck there. And yeah. like, what's he, what's he, what's he <laughs> doing? Awesome. Is he just eating garbage and stuff, or he's eating? Uh, Seaweed and he, he. Oh, this is disgusting. Yeah, he's just he's just tied up and he's got all these. He's all sunburnt and he's got sores all over his body from being on this five foot by five foot island, and he's just puking into a funnel, funneling yeah. into a bottle like a message in a bottle, and and you can see on the horizon just a hundred of these puke filled bottles 
all all going towards a cruise <laughs> See, ship funny. with a bunch See, of smoke com- smokestacks coming out. I can completely understand, like, even as an adult. This is disgusting. As an adult who's admittedly into weird things, I, I can still understand the appeal of these cards. They're totally. funny. They're gross out, but they're they're funny. There's this usually is, a sense this of humor is, yeah, to this them. Is the, the, yeah, the cards are cool. So, so you, like, you had some metal bands who had these Garbage Pail Kids cards, Yeah, right? so the, uh, let, let's get through the, the extra characters. I'll come back to that in a second. Okay. Uh, so we got uh, Windy Winston. He farts a lot. And he, again, so they all have creepy faces with these wadis. But he, in particular, I don't know if you remember, he was the one, his lips were, like, really chapped. Yeah, they like, were really white aggressively chapped. chapped. Like, they had lines yeah, going down gross. them. And it just made it that much worse. So creepy to look at. So man. creepy. Uh, and then Greaser Greg. We have my personal favorite was <laughs> yeah. Greaser Greg, and he just looks Greg. like that typical Greaser look, but maybe a bit rougher. Like, he looks like the Fonz. He's got the leather jacket on. But a bit, he's got a the bit haircut. Me- a bit meaner. Like the Fonz is supposed to be a lot of fun. Yeah, but yeah, but fun. that's that style outfit. But he's really short and stocky, and he is every time if, everywhere he's walking around, his like his mouth is hanging off of his jaw. Yeah, his like jaw an old is person who's always like falling hanging a apart. bit more forward he's, than the other ones. Uh, uh, yeah, he can never seem to keep his mouth together, and he's, he's always that. His eyes are always looking up, like he'll be talking yeah, to somebody, his, and his eyes are just going everywhere. His in particular, I think the animatronics—they clearly didn't put too much money into these animatronics because they're terrible. Uh, his in particular, his eyes, like he would be looking and addressing and talking to a certain character, but his eyes would always be looking like up and to the left, and he had have yeah, his mouth like slightly open, and I think one of his eyelids was always like slightly more closed than the other. <laughs> Just add into this awful uncanny valley effect, but he had this great accent. And there's like the typical greaser, yeah. the thug. I was going off about like, chicks and dames. Hey, I'm greaser Greg. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be messing with those chicks, uh, Dodger. <laughs> is this great? Yeah. <laughs> but then he would accent. like occasionally just all of a sudden pull out a switchblade yeah, like on he just somebody. Has a switchblade. Yeah. That was my favorite part. But, of so there was there was this scene where all the garbage pail kids go and see a movie, yes. and they discuss quote disguise themselves which is just they just put trench coats they just put trench coats and sunglasses on and they still look horrifying like they're not it doesn't doesn't fix that problem yeah it was pretty funny though because they're messing with everybody in the movie theater like they're stealing somebody's giant hot dog that they were holding over there you know eating a movie hot dog uh, yeah, he. I just remember he pulled a switchblade out on yeah, somebody he, like, in the theater. he steals her hot dog, and then she looks back, you know, annoyed because someone stole their hot dog. He pulls out a switchblade <laughs> in this kid's movie. So it just kind of oh. leads to kind of one of these bizarre things where it's, there was just this often theme where they would have all this happy music playing, kind of kind of like a Seven Dwarfs. Yeah, like a typical kid's movie sort of yeah, thing. But then all these horrifying things would be happening on screen yeah. while they're doing that and and it wouldn't make that the music would never fit what was going on because yeah. yeah it was it was totally bizarre. Um, so the guy, um, do you remember the, during the credits? Speaking of Greaser Greg, where it was like, yep. and uh, Phil Fondacaro as yeah. Greaser Greg, he got top billing and like he's just one of the. None he, of them were really the leader. Yeah. The main protagonist was the real kid, the Dodger. And he got top billing well, like was, before director, yeah. before anything even, ca- even funny. came up. It was like he was one of those famous midget guys. In yeah, like the I 80s. looked it up. He was yeah. he was one of the, the the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi. Right, and, which is weird. I always thought the most famous one was Warwick Davis. Yeah, I did too. And um, the guy who voiced him, Jim Cummings. I don't know if you know much about his his work. Uh-huh. So, so I, he, I don't, but continue. So you know, so um, he a guy who is known for his work in Star Wars. The Lion King, Aladdin, like all these, he he did. He was the main voice in like Darkwing Duck, and yeah. did like these huge cartoons, movies. He did the voice of Greaser Greg, 
And <laughs> apparently after, so he also did Nat Nerd. <laughs> and story. yeah, uh, apparently after the movie came out, he admitted he completely disavowed it and was like, I regret taking part in this movie. Yeah. And, uh, he went out of his way to protest against the film's theatrical release. And oh, he, tried really? to, he distanced <laughs> himself from it completely. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, oh, it's horrifying. So we got two more Garbage Pill Kids. There's Messy Tessie and she I don't is, remember her at all. Oh, well, you will because she's the one that constantly has snot hanging out of her. Oh yeah, the show is disgusting. She, oh. Just disgusting in the most non-fun, gross-out way. Because you look at her, and her nose is kind of pushed back more than the others. It's kind of like a pig nose sort of thing. Yeah. And her mouth is always slightly open, and there's always like this thick snot sh- streaming out of her nose and into her lips. And the whole fucking movie is just nauseating. It it's looks so like gross. Um, it looks like when you have weird jiggly like from leftover ham and yeah, it has like that about. that that translucent layer of ham it's like it's just grease grease, grease when it when it uh, st- yeah, but there's something about ham grease that's particularly gross yeah, compared maybe. to bacon grease because it's like it's chicken translucent it and it yeah and it, yeah yeah and chicken too and it's like it, that's what is hanging off of her lip. It's gross the whole time. It's it is really so it's gross. really thick and it's just you can always see it hanging from her nose and then she'll like wipe her nose and it's like this stream from her hand to her nose. I think I missed every shot of that by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, so, I don't regret it. And last but not least, your favorite Muller, which was Foul Phil. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was basically Phil. just a giant baby. He looks so weird, man. He's like he a look- giant baby, but with a very human face. But he, the human face is also creepy. I'm telling you, he looks like a cross between Carl Pilkington and Stephen Merchant. Uh, like he, like <laughs> I don't he know. Just I looks, don't know the Stephen Merchant he, part. He, he also yeah. kind of looks like Danny DeVito in, uh, when he's the penguin, where he has like this weird lumpy body yeah. that's like really weird and misshapen. I have no idea what his thing is. Apparently, He has like, bad breath. Yeah, we, I, we had to like basically it. look it up after because they... I think they all look like giant babies, basically. Yeah, yeah but he looks like a giant baby. And yeah, he just, uh, he, he definitely more. What, what was he he's always saying? <laughs> yeah, he's he halitosis. He's basically just constantly asking people if they were his mom or dad. But he'd say it like right in front of their face yeah, and he has bad breath. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was, it was so shtick. weird, man. That, he, was, that, he was so weird. Every shot of him, and, the, and there was one point where we got like a close-up shot of his face, like sh- a close-up shot of his face straight on, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely horrifying to look at this weird bloated there are all, baby other than face. other than alligator they are all horrific to look at they're yeah, nauseating please, to look at it's unfortunate that this is an audio format please look up these garbage pail kids movie things. I looked it up just before this episode and I was immediately re-horrified. Yeah. It was just as shocking again. It's so horrifying to look at. So yeah, this this whole movie and like the reason we're spending so much time talking about the look of these characters because this whole movie while watching it is just sickening to watch and not in a way where you're disturbed by what's going on. It's just everything has this awful look to it and the Garbage Pail Kids are like the perfect poster child for that because they're just nauseating to look at the movie is this is kind of it's like a transformers it's why movie, i find <laughs> it's why i find it so fascinating because it's like this thing that was marketed for kids based on this popular card or whatever but the thing is just just makes you feel ill in your stomach watching yeah like, while, I we, find were wa- that ulti- while we were watching this movie i uh so the night before I had gone out to my favorite Chinese food place, Chongqing. Yeah, speaking of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so I, uh, I forgot the leftovers in my car till about 4 a.m. when I woke up out of a dead sweat sleep. My eyes shoot open. My leftovers are in the car. <laughs> so I, I hopped out of bed, went there, grabbed my leftovers, brought them back. So I, I don't know, those have been out 
for seven or eight hours at the, at this point. Uh, so I packaged up uh, festering new bacteria. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I so I so I packaged those up, uh, tossed it in the fridge. Uh, I was going to your house to go watch the garbage pail kids. Hopped in the car. <gasps> Again, another shock. I left my leftovers in the fridge. You know, this is my this is my last day. So this I brought, is your life. So, just, yes. <laughs> so so I brought them with me over to your place. I started eating these leftovers, these Chinese food, greasy leftovers from the day before that had been left out all night. I can tell you with all the conviction in the world that the rumblings in my stomach, not that the na- the nausea that I was feeling was not from the Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was from the the nausea from the movie was absolutely far greater. My stomach started hurting on my way over there in anticipation for how gross mm-hmm. the, this was. The, this movie it's so gross that it reaches back in time and get you you have a pre delay of 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 nausea that that catches up with you uh, beforehand. Yeah, you know what else you did with your fucking leftovers, you <laughs> piece of shit? Because uh, you eat them at my house, uh, you whatever scraps and discarded stuff you had left, or you just dumped in the sink and it totally clogged up my sink. You I didn't fuck. What are you talking about? I dumped them in the garbage. I saw n- Chinese noodles in my sink and they totally clogged up the sink and I had to fucking pick it up with my hands. It was disgusting. I don't feel bad about you this fuck. at all. <laughs> this is uh, this is great. This is exactly how you would react if if the if the roles were reversed. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, I don't think Andy would great. dump noodles in your sink. <laughs> no, no, Muller's a real piece of shit. Anyway. Speaking of pieces, of, yeah, uh, I think we said that joke before. Um, so yeah, back to kind of we've established the characters and how just disgusting this movie is, not in its fun intended way. So the plot you would expect the I'm not going to go too hard into because there's what's the fucking point is garbage pail kids movie. Yeah, but uh, the plot. You would think a movie like this, it's kind of like a thing for kids. When I would, if I was trying to come up with a movie for the Garbage Pail Kids, I would just think, okay, some sort of simple adventure that they have to go on and they befriend a normal kid and the normal kid has bullies that pick on him and they kind of help him overcome his problem with bullies along the way sort of thing. Yeah. Really basic plot. Grow his character or maybe just beat, him up, beat up the bullies for him. But <laughs> instead... Them, they spend the whole, basically the whole fucking movie locked in his basement making clothes to put on a fashion show. Yeah, it's the parallel. What <laughs> kid is interested in seeing this fucking movie? Yeah. The parallels between this movie and just if they replace the Garbage Pail Kids with mental patients, mm-hmm. you basically just have a story about uh, some mentally handicapped people who are being trafficked uh, and used uh, in a sweatshop yes. uh, to make Complete clothes free, for free some labor. bullies. And they, they even go so far as when they need to start making all these costumes, they break into a sweatshop to steal stowing, sewing. A non-union yeah. sweatshop. <laughs> yeah, and there's a big sign outside that says non-union sweatshop. Four words that none of them ever would need to be on a sign because yeah. nobody, the sweatshops aren't called sweatshops. They just, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's just <laughs> yeah, a name exactly. that we've created for them because they're horrible think, human rights violations. I think they, they, it's supposed to be funny. I they think put that it, they, no, I think they put it on there so you, you, because sweatshops are bad. And they don't want. It's supposed to. You're supposed to not feel bad that they stole yeah. something. Yeah, and they have this happy-go-lucky music. But then that when you break, but then when you break it down, they're stealing, so they're they can stealing. they can go back to working in their sweatshop, which is just slave yeah. labor because they're not getting anything out of it. But then, so you break down what's really going on in this plot. You have the garbage pail kids who, for some reason, are good at sewing and making clothes. That why yeah. why these gross-out kids? Well, it's like because all, it's because all the clothes they're making are absolutely horrible. 
I, I and guess. it's the '80s, so that's okay. <laughs> Apparently, that's good. Don't keep ragging on '80s clothes. Um, so you the kid, the kid, our main protagonist, decides to take advantage of this and use them for free labor and their creative and steal their creative ideas, so that he can impress this huge cunt chick that he's crushing on, who's taking advantage of him because she's not as talented a seamstress, whatever you want to no, call it. No, she just doesn't have like seven people <laughs> yeah. working for her, that's all. So she takes advantage of the kid who's taking advantage of the garbage pail kids, and but she's being taken advantage of her boyfriend, Juice, the great 80s bully, who all the, the money all the money she makes from clothes that she makes that the garbage pail kids are actually making juice just takes and she's getting nothing out of that relationship because he's a huge yeah, asshole and then to he her. treats her really badly yeah. and there doesn't really seem to be anything that she's getting out of that no. relationship with him so her her friend uh, who is who you know the the Amazonian chick yeah. the hottest chick in the movie <laughs> um, she's she, she makes this comment at the beginning oh man our our boys are such psychos I love psychos which is a really <laughs> weird thing like Usually, aren't women usually attracted to bad boys because they're? I think they. There's an appeal. I think it's like they took that. They took the appeal because there's this bad boys appeal that typically happens, uh, and they just ran with it. But they ran a bit too far because yeah. now they're attracted to, to complete. I've never heard a, 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 well, yeah, a woman yeah. outright say, "I love psychos." Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of. You know, sometimes you just like psychos for reasons, and you don't understand yeah. that it's a horrible, self destructive impulse. Yeah, exactly. I think they took the bad boy thing and just ran with it as far as they possibly fucking could. <laughs> so, he was um, basically a pimp. Like oh, yeah, she's he selling was, her clothes <laughs> and then he was just getting the money for it. It felt like that. It, yeah. was, it was very weird that for such a bad movie, it felt like it was making all these metaphorical parallels to real. <laughs> but it, to things. Wasn't, at <laughs> but it wasn't at all. But it, but it did <laughs> feel that way. Yeah, I know what you mean. In, in, in a very creepy sort of way, most of the plot lines felt they were they were referring to some horrible thing in reality that didn't belong in a children's movie. Yeah. It was very it was kinda like that uh What's that? That Pinocchio cartoon, and there's this scene where there's all these donkeys. These kids are getting turned I into donkeys. Seen that and since I was a kid, and I don't remember basically any. It's of pretty. It. It's pretty renowned for just being a horrifying scene because oh, you've really? got kids drinking a potion, and then they're being transformed into donkeys, <laughs> and then they brand them like in the butt with like with uh, oh, wow. with uh, with the hot poker, and then the donkeys are just doing slave labor for <laughs> for these people. It's a whole, so, you know, and people. It's one of those things that's criticized as. This isn't a kids movie. Are you kidding me? This is this is yeah. horrifying. And as a kid, I remember it didn't face me at all. But the yeah. garbage pail kids definitely has that feeling to it, which is yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and then the movie basically ends in that the kid realizes that the chick is taking advantage of him, and and they they do something horrible with the garbage pail kids, which I'm going to get into shortly. Um, so the kid realizes that the chick's a huge cunt, and the garbage pail kids come ruin the fashion show. And then he realizes, I don't know, that he's this chick's a huge bitch, and that he's yeah. friends with the garbage. I don't know. I don't know what what the moral of this the story. I don't know because he was. he kind of got. It's like he got sick of like he realized that he was kind of being used, and he just basically she's like, oh, let's just be friends, and he's like. No, no, fuck you. no. Yeah, I, I, says I that. love the comment that he makes. It's it's the only thing I remembered from this movie from our first viewing, which is she she wants to be his friend or something, and he goes. I don't think you're pretty anymore. Instead of just saying he doesn't like her, he's like, that's how he delivers it. And then he just walks away yeah. and she's sitting there not really knowing what to do with such a weird comment to make. Well, it's, it's more like he doesn't find her attractive now that he's seen like this ugly side of her. But 
Yeah, maybe, are we maybe they were in this. Maybe I don't know. they might have been trying to make that parallel, but they didn't. But, but came the, that's nothing in this movie comes across as it's supposed that's to. That's true. So that is true. I, I actually very much understand what Melissa's saying here. Uh, but let's talk about this. Is kind of the last thing I had that I wanted to talk about. My my the thing that's the most fascinating to me about this movie uh, is the greatest, my favorite subplot of maybe of all time. That does that doesn't really have anything to do with the announcing movie. the greatest <laughs> subplot ever devised in any movie ever. General, please. So in this movie, that's basically just uh, the, they're making clothes for the fashion show. That's the main plot line. Every now and then, they'll talk about this place uh, in this in the city called the State Home for the Ugly. Uh, so obviously, as we've described, the garbage pail kids are horrific. They're supposed to be gross looking in the movie as well. Uh, and I guess in this universe, the government has this basically a prison they call the state home for the ugly, where they round up ugly people or just in general unwanted uh, burdens s- on society <laughs> sort of types. Like that's what they're getting at. They round them up, throw them in prison, and then it's implied that they throw them into a big crusher. It's not implied. Them. They literally say the, the well, guy... Well, I just the, mean they don't show up. Right. Yeah, 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 but the, the guy goes, oh, what are we going to do with them? And then he makes he takes both his hands and slowly crushes them together yes. that, 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 that everyone's going to be crushed. So let's talk about the categories of people who get rounded up into the It's so wonderful. So for the ugly. So the kids get, Juice turns them in. He captures the garbage pill kids and turns them into the state home for the ugly, which he gets paid for, by the way. They pay, yeah, they pay the him government for is, awesome. The government is paying people to round up ug, quote unquote ugly people and throw them into prison. And the categories are all like, so the garbage pill kids naturally, they're all hideous. They're too ugly. Too gross. Too, uh, too, too gross. Too gross is what they called them in the movie. So it does this panning shot when we finally see the reveal of the inside of the state home for the ugly. And it pans across all these prisons, and they're la- and shows people locked up, and and there's like a big sign on all of them that says what they're locked up for, and one of them's like uh, too old, and it's just an. He old just shows guy. an old guy. He's not even that old. I, he's is, probably like sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> one is too bald, and it's, it it's looks Gandhi. like a guy. It looks like a guy. Looks like Gandhi. One's too. He, he too, looks exactly like Gandhi. Yeah, it he pretty has much the robes. Is, it pretty much got, is Gandhi. Yeah, it's just Gandhi. It's one, meant to one be one Gandhi. Too fat, and I think it was that was it's the just Santa, Santa, Santa Claus, Claus yeah, Santa. guy. Why would it be? It's just a guy dressed up as Santa too Claus. Too skinny was Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> too skinny. <laughs> but then my absolute favorite. I think it's the last one it pans over to. It's one that just says "too weird," and it's just this yeah. normal guy, normal looking guy with a mustache, but he's wearing a dress. Yeah. So it's <laughs> just, it's yeah. just it's just some trans just guy like. <laughs> <laughs> they, they lock him up. No, there was there was another there one. There was that, a two crippled. Yeah, like two crippled guy is the one. Like, who's sitting in front of yeah, the cane. Yeah, two crippled was. <laughs> he just had he just had a walking stick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, yeah, I just thought I thought that was it was just such a funny idea. Like we have basically this yeah. Nazi government uh, yeah. uh, alive in the in the garbage pail kids. It's movie. it's kind of amazing because this is going for a kids adventure style movie. It's kind of happy go lucky sort of sort of tone feel to it. Sort of for the most part, that's what they're going for. They fail yeah. miserably, but that's what they're going for. But then there's this subplot that has nothing to do with the main plot, where the government's rounding up people who are unwanted or ugly, locking them up and throwing them into a giant crusher of some sort and just killing them and paying Love people it. to bring in once, ugly people. Once again, you have this parallel. Incredible. This parallel basically just to a mental hospital, which yeah. is it's basically yeah. just yeah. that. It's funny because it could be this amazing, it could be, 
it almost feels it's like what you were saying before. It feels like this is some kind of satirical thing they're going for. Yeah, but it's but they just, aren't. It, there's <laughs> no, no, it's not at all. It's there, not at all. There's it, no connecting wires yes, like coming exactly. out of it that that yeah that it it's just not grounded at all. But what's also fascinating about this state home for the ugly is, as as I've been hinting at or saying, it has nothing to do with the main plot. It comes up, they get captured, and then I think within 20 minutes they're freed, and then they go back to the fashion show. Yeah, and the fashion show it has nothing to do with anything. They don't. They 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 break out of there and they break everyone else out. All the too old, too weird, too ugly, uh, too whatever people. They break them out, but they don't shut down this institution. It isn't this big evil thing that they shut down. It just continues. Continues on, and the movie forgets about it. Back to the fashion show, when there's this horrific, like, dystopian government-style thing, like, fascist government thing going on. Not important. There's the fashion show. It's the fashion show. That's the main plot. Um, Fascinates me. So you're leaving out a few things with this escape. So so they enlist all the bikers to come help them out. Um, So while they're helping them out of the out of the prison walls or or whatnot Uh to to get out, you have once again the yeah, very it's like happy happy music. music, But all the garbage pail kids are crying. Yeah, they look really horrified. And uh, so another. Again, this is a kid's movie, a kid's adventure style movie. The the antique shop owner, the old guy who he helps break them out of prison as well. Uh, the kid Dodger, the main character, asks, oh, "Well, what about their friends?" Because the garbage oh, pail, the up. garbage yeah. pail kids have been yeah. talking about finding the other garbage pail kids. They don't who, know where they assume got captured. Right? We've never seen. They've just heard. We just heard them talk yeah. about here and there throughout the whole movie that they're looking for more of their friends. They don't know where they are. They suspect they were captured by the state home for the ugly, which is a proper assumption. And then it turns. Turns out this all happens off camera, but the antique shop owner is talking to Dodger, the main character, and Dodger's like, "Oh, what? What about their friends? Do we find them?" He's like, uh, "It turns out that uh, they didn't make it. They 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 were already thrown into the crusher." Says something. It's like, like a dump truck. He said, "Yeah, yeah a dump he, crush. They already. They this already is during the happy music, truck. by the way, while they're escaping. Yes. Yeah. So they're escaping. But they're crying. He, even if he saw that, is like, how would he know what their crushed know, bodies look like? It's just fascinating that you have these garbage pill kids, which were <laughs> su- they're supposed to be these fun-loving. Yeah. creatures that we love or whatever and apparently there's more of them and, and the garbage pill kids are concerned with finding that's them that's their entire it turns, plot it turns out they're, they're dead and they were thrown into a crusher and then they're we're not we're not going to bring this up ever you're, again you're, the you, you, the movie. you're really leaving out that this was during the escape with all that happy music yeah. all the kids yeah. are crying and he's like yeah the garbage pail kids friends were thrown into a compactor and crushed to death and they're all like super bleak even his his delivery of it was pretty bleak sounding but then yeah you have this happy music <laughs> playing so on top bizarre of and then it never comes up again the garbage pill kids don't even ask because they were asking the whole fucking movie about finding more of their friends yeah that was their only motivation as really. soon as we as the audience learn this they it never comes up again the kids don't ask uh they don't tell the kids nothing. It's just this bleak one line in the movie that totally didn't need to be in there at all. Like, oh yes, there are more garbage pail kids, and they were brutally murdered. Well, I think that's. I think. I think. Wow. I think they were trying to set that up so that they had a reason to search for the state home of the uh, for the. Because well, they, they they do look for it at one point. Yeah, but yeah. once but again, no. But then Juice just captures yeah, them and they, throws them in there anyway. Yeah, that's the stupid. They didn't thing. even need to be looking. Right? For yeah, it. they could have cut that. So they built it up like it's yeah. this hidden thing, right? And they're it like, is, "Oh, we went and looked for it, we couldn't find it." And the it, juice just knows where it is. It is one of the most unnecessary subplots next to that subplot in Valyria, and that was maybe worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally unnecessary. It's shocking. It doesn't fit the tone. It's the most cynical, bleak thing I've ever seen, and it serves no purpose. It comes up and it's disregarded. It's incredible. 
I'm uh, so fascinated by it. Speaking of Valerian again, I was thinking about this uh, for the movie trailers, though. Think about if that movie trailer had just been the 30 or 60 second beginning scene of everybody shaking yeah, hands. Yeah, that would be a good and all the, that, And you see all these aliens trailer. and the aliens are kind of cool and interesting and then just Valerian. And it's like, oh, okay, there's, yeah. good, there's something to see here. Just there, a trailer of the, of handshaking, I actually think, of the alien handshaking would be make a good trailer to I, me, for I, me. I think what it is is people not understanding how intrigue or mystery works. Yeah. There's not saying something is very valuable if yeah, you imply the, that there's something You want to tease it. Yeah, you want to, I don't want to reveal it. Yeah, I guess that's why we have teaser trailers now. This yeah, is the trailer that you should have had, and then we also yeah, developed yeah, yeah. this uh, this long-winded this cl- the Cliff Notes trailers, which yeah. is the, the average modern movie trailer. Yeah. So, uh, give me the book that summarizes uh, everything, Michael. <laughs> this this does summarize. Book. <laughs> <laughs> give me the book that summarizes that one. <laughs> um, explain it to me like I'm a fetus. <laughs> um, so, do you have any? I'm going to I'm going to kind of jump into the ending. Um here. the only thing I wanted to mention about this movie um was that there's apparently recently released on DVD a TV show that was originally a garbage canceled. Pale Kids yeah. TV they show. Was, one that got canceled. Oh it was going to get canceled. Back in the 80s. Back yeah. in the 80s they would make a cartoon show. They were going they thing. made it and then it was going to air and a bunch of like uh Family association kind of groups, you know, back in the eighties, everyone's campaign. Parent television. Uh, yeah, they 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 wanted it canceled, and the reasons given uh, were uh, the series ridiculed the handicapped, uh-huh. it glorified violence, and served mainly as an infomercial for the carts. <laughs> so, <all laughs> oh these, yeah, all these sponsors <laughs> just pulled out, and uh, I guess there was speculation too because they they wouldn't air any pre pre screenings of the episode, so everyone else who was left like with kind of things invested were like yeah I don't know and they, everyone just pulled out and the show got cancelled oh yeah, it, dang uh, but you can buy it on DVD I now. didn't I, I don't think we mentioned the product placement in this movie the that Pepsi was, there was yeah. Pepsi there was something else Banaka Banaka yeah, yeah like yeah. boom what a right? blast from the from the past some Banaka I forgot that even Banaka, existed yeah. it was such a big thing when I was a kid I'm, sh- I'm shocked that they could get any product like placement <laughs> in there <laughs> yeah it was totally bizarre so um so the, the fashion show, I want to talk about the stakes of uh-huh. the fashion show. The stakes. So, so yes. they, they run from, like, after they escape, they then go to the fashion show. They go immediately show, right? to the fashion immediately show. To the okay. fashion they're like, show. yeah, we just witnessed uh, all this horrifying prison stuff where they're going to crush yeah. people just for being bald. Maybe they just have alopecia <laughs> or something. They're not, maybe, it's, maybe like, uh, Usain yeah. Bolt, get, we're going to crush that guy. He's bald. What about Too Harry? He's, <laughs> that yeah, guy. yeah uh, Hagrid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't. So, uh, yeah, so they immediately escape that. Out of sight, out of mind. Let's get back to that fashion show and help this this um, this human trafficker girl put on her tangerine tangerine whore. put on her put on her show. <laughs> her her fashion show having the worst logo ever, by the way, which is it looked like it, a fruit logo. It wasn't yeah, because it's tangerine. a tangerine. Yeah, it yeah. was like it was like an orange. It was basically. a weird orange. It looked like packaging for a box of oranges. Yes, exactly. That, that's look, what I meant. Yeah, it did not look like it was meant to be for a for a fashion show. So. This is the main climax plot of the movie. This mm-hmm. is what uh, this is what everything is leading up to. So, uh, a big part of a good storytelling is having stakes. Uh, Frodo, we have to get to the, the ring to Mordor. Well, what happens if we don't? Ah, not much. Like, uh, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't doesn't really matter. 
<laughs> you know, you know, Sauron, get, you know my... get, yeah, there's no, the, the, an army won't take over the entire planet or middle earth. There's no visions of my village burning and yeah. all my friends being enslaved. And nah, don't, nah, just, you can make it or don't. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, no, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so she, so she enlists them to do this fashion show for her. And what are the stakes? Well, the garbage pail kids show up ruin the fashion show by running everywhere and ripping the clothes off of all the models, by the way, which was kind of weird and creepy. It sounds so much more vile than it is in a way. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, the farting Fred guy runs out to the audience and farts over all of the audience who are clearly these kind of uppity weird fashion yeah, I guess. weirdos. I don't even know. But it know. looked like the cheapest fashion show ever. Yeah, it was the lamest fashion show ever. It's like, why would you go to a fashion show just from some dumb teenager? Yeah, that no cares? one's really heard of. No she sells cares. clothes out of the back of her she's, car. She's a schlub. She doesn't have yeah. some name for herself. Nobody cares about what she's doing. And where'd she get the money to do all that? It was... She had slaves. She got the slaves <laughs> to do it. <laughs> everything's powered slave labor. Yeah, everything's movie. powered slave labor. So, uh, so they come in, they ruin the entire show. Uh, there's actually a pretty funny scene with Dodger and Juice, the the 12 year old fighting the and and he starts fighting the 25 year old, yes. and they're rolling over doing that kind of you know that that rolling up onto their backs you know to the next one. Yeah. Uh, uh, clearly, some sort of there there must have been some other actor in there because all of a sudden the 12 year old would look like a 20 year old and yeah, then he would the be stunt, back to the stunt man. Yeah. He's like. Uh, like a full foot and a half taller than the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so um, the whole fashion show gets ruined. Everybody leaves midway through the show. Yeah. And then Tangerine goes, the fashion show was such a great success. Thanks for helping me with all your slave <laughs> people, Dodger. So it's it doesn't even matter whether it was a success or not because apparently it, it went as bad as it possibly could yes. have gone and it was still a success. Yeah. So the stakes of the fashion show are... A big fat zero. It does not matter how it goes whatsoever. Yeah, this movie has no sticks. That's what I mean before, where it was like, this should have been a kid's adventure movie somehow. Maybe take something like the state home for the ugly, this, this awful villain that they have to stop. But, in, but instead, they're making clothes. And if that doesn't go well, well, oh well. Like the, the chick putting on the fashion show is a huge bitch anyway. So it's like, yeah, that's yeah. the fucking... Yeah, movie. you don't yeah, even want right. her to win. You hope that she no loses. There's no stakes. They had something that was way too aggressive, the State Home for the Ugly, that actually <laughs> that actually does have stakes. And that's just a subplot that doesn't matter. Who cares that the government's locking up? Yeah, they people. just escape. They only care about themselves. The Garbage Pail Kids, like, they... And and they, they keep talking about how they're helping the kid just because they, they kind of want to find their friends. Like, they don't, they're not really doing it because they like him or anything. That's when the alligator, is like... No, they, uh, they complain to him a bunch of... They're like, we don't want to be locked up down here making clothes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take like these that. chains off. Get this ball gag out of my mouth. <laughs> Stop tying me to the bed. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty weird, man. So... It, I, I love stuff like this. This, this, this product of the 80s style thing where they take something like this and they'll make a movie out of anything. They'll make, like you're talking about the cartoon show of it. I love how the 80s would make a cartoon show, a Saturday morning style cartoon show out of everything. Everything they everything. could. Like there, so there was, there was an attempted Garbage Pail Kids movie. There was a RoboCop or, or sorry, cartoon. I meant there was a RoboCop Saturday morning cartoon show. <laughs> really? Yeah, like this very, very violent, violent movie. Totally not for kids. Uh, 
They made a Saturday morning cartoon show of it. Awesome. They made a Rambo Saturday morning cartoon what? show. Yeah, I think all of these only lasted like a season. Yeah. Probably, they were probably the, mm-hmm. they probably all got canceled yeah. like mid season. Well, they did make a Tales from the Crypt cartoon. Too, yeah, no, but that was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, though. that was great. Yeah. They made. I watched that as a kid. That was. I think that was a Crypt, success. Crypt Keeper. That was. Yeah, you that, tell the difference. They made a Toxic yeah, they, Avenger Saturday yes, morning cartoon. Oh my gosh! Show. Toxic Avenger is. I don't think we've talked about it on the show. Is one of the most unapologetically sleazy, shame, like shamelessly awful, vile movies you can watch. I, it's a great 80s B-movie, but it is like... It's just about a guy who gets chucked into some toxic waste and he turns into a mutant and starts killing people. He's kind of, yeah, kind of a superhero, but he's like ripping off their limbs and beating with, with he throws a guy's hands in a deep fryer. Uh, the, the street toughs, the 80s bullies in this movie, they're trying to rape a blind chick in the middle of a restaurant as they're robbing it. It is vile and sleazy, yeah, sleazy the, the, movie. the bullies in the movie, their idea of a good time is they run over a small child with their car and then like squash and in like his head and him start over taking, again and they're like taking <laughs> yeah. polarized i think i think we talked about this last we time did. actually so yeah. so, so yeah, yeah it is the most vile disgusting sleazy movie they made a saturday morning <laughs> kids show for us my favorite though this isn't on the same for the same reason it's not sleazy or anything they made a bigfoot saturday morning cartoon <laughs> show and now when i say bigfoot i don't mean bigfoot like the sasquatch you uh, mean big you creature. mean from big, before time you're talking no, about no, no, bigfoot no, the uh the maynard's candies they made no, a cartoon about them no i'm talking about bigfoot the monster truck you know like <laughs> you know like grave digger and yeah, those like yeah, famous yeah. monster trucks at those stupid shows kids like monster shows. trucks they're cool they made an how do you make a cartoon show based around a truck? It's kind of funny because it's not a magical truck. I can actually more envision. Truck. I can more envision the Maynard's Bigfoot candy yeah, as having a cartoon. That makes more sense. Then, this, then, this, then the Sour Patch Kids would show up. Yeah. <laughs> some Swedish fish and uh, that, you know. That to me, all of that sums up the '80s, though. What they would make a cartoon show out of? Just anything. Robocop, Toxic Avenger, Bigfoot, a truck sitting down Why in the not? toilet. Let's make yeah. a cartoon. That Ghostbusters had a cartoon. Well, yeah, that, I mean that one made that more makes way more sense. sense. That's better. That that makes more sense than RoboCop. Like a little bit. So uh, it's great. Any more closing thoughts on garbage in your? It's toilet? it is just the most nauseating to watch movie, not for its fun intended purposes. Nauseating in all regards, and I'm fascinated by it. Like I kind of love this movie. Love this terrible, terrible, awful movie. Oh, I yeah, I absolutely. I could. I would totally rewatch it. Yeah. Not with the. I would wait a bit of time. Not with day old Chinese food. Uh, <laughs> I would wait a bit of time, but yeah, I would. I get some it. fresh Chinese food next time. Yeah, I laughed so hard I was crying multiple times. Yeah. It's so funny and gross. It's it's funny and how bizarre, fascinatingly bizarre it is. Yeah, it's a good not thing. in the way they wanted it to be. Not at all. I, I was thinking about this again yesterday when we went over to yours. What is with you guys and always locking your front door, even when you know guests are like about to come? You'll have a peer, a window of a half an hour when you know about seven or eight people are going to arrive to your house, Andy. My answer is going to disappoint you. <laughs> and it's always locked immediately, even though you know those people are going to be here in too. five minutes. Uh, a, sometimes it's not me. Sometimes it's whoever was coming in. B, I do do it. Uh, it's just a force of habit. It's just a muscle. Okay. Oh, I was going to say that. 
yeah. Anyway, I it's just was... I like I said, my answer is going to disappoint. It's just muscle memory because I agree. I sh- if I know you're going to be over in two minutes, yeah, just leave it unlocked. I'm not worried about predators or anything. Uh, okay. Uh, it's just complete force of habit. Like yeah. as I'm leaving, I'll lock that. Door. I thought that you guys were just really misinformed as on how well, no. on how house insurance worked, and that no. like they were going to check and see if you locked your doors complete. or they're going to raise your deductible. I know you guys make those types of mistakes well, I, all the complete time. Complete so. just a muscle memory. <laughs> I, I know your your quote unquote landlord, and he that's how he like I lived with him a couple times too, and that's just what he always did too. You know, he always locks the door. So even out of respect. It's his house. He likes it's it It's honestly just muscle memory. Yeah. I don't even have that respect level. That That's why I always did it because he liked it locked. So when I lived with him, I just lock it. I don't care. I try to leave my door unlocked. I try to leave my door wide open if possible. If we didn't have a cat, you get I would bugs? just leave it open. Yeah, you get bugs. You don't get bugs. You get bugs. The stench in the house uh, keeps the bugs out. <laughs> they, oh, you have all those glade uh, poo plugins <laughs> yeah. just everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only flies in our house. No <laughs> other bugs allowed. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that was a pretty uh, gross episode. Pretty Most gross, disgusting episode. Yeah, pretty gross episode. Where yeah. I always wanted to get this podcast to. Yeah, yeah. My uh, go watch. Go go go. Make sure you Google those garbage pail kids. Yeah, yeah. You have some homework, people. They're pretty pretty wonderful. Pretty horrifying. The thirtieth anniversary of the garbage pail kids. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. All right. See you guys in two weeks. So uh, long. Wednesday. Creeps. Two weeks from today. <laughs> Uh, yep. Go check out the website, read the post. It's always funny. We'll have some pictures of some garbage kill. French kiss your mom. Yeah.